1: Uh, all for Detroit sports and more. We even talk pizza. So, thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word.
0: Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. All right, welcome to Sporty, number ninety-six. God damn, we're gonna run out of numbers soon. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I am
1: the Iceman. All right, 96. <laughs> Thomas Holstrom. Come on, man. Wings fans should know that one right off the rip. This should have been no thought. Royce Sport. I, I thought he'd pick the uh, other player, though. Who, who's Bray. the other player? Uh, I, I, you know, I am a Red Wings fan overall, first and foremost. But, yeah, pretty good 96. There's got to be some fucking 96s in football. Actually, no. You got
2: like Muhammad Wilkerson, I think. That'd be about it from the Jets. How's that a no? That's a number. Well, he said like a bunch. There really isn't. Yeah, none of them are leaping out at me, at least to my mind. Uh. Uh-uh. You have the all-time great '96. That was
0: Charlie Conway from the Ducks. <laughs> Wait, Are we allowed what? to use the word great in any duck, in a sentence? It's the damn movie. It's a little <laughs> kid.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, wait a minute. What was, uh, oh, yeah, this is duh. We were sitting here thinking of shit to say. I said something else happened in the NFL, but I, I'll connect it in a second. What was Harrison's number with, with New England? Was it 96? Yeah, I think it was. Okay, because he was he was ninety two, yeah, ninety two in Pittsburgh. All right, there you go. But yeah. I mean, it kind of proves your point, though, <clears throat> about you know Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you got to really think about that. James Harrison's number he had before he retired, which is apparently what he's doing this week. Uh, oh no! Oh, it took four decades. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's what? He's, he's returning. What? Did, did he turn thirty nine last season? Is
2: it I, know,
1: so, I believe it was thirty nine. Oh, Okay. Real. Uh, I gotta correct myself real quick. Harrison wore ninety two with the Patriots. Yeah, that's ugly. All right. Anyways, yeah. Um, Fifteen years in the league, beating the shit out of people, uh, baking Roger Goodell have strokes and seizures. <clears throat> At this point it's I I think I'm gonna miss the fact that he's not gonna be there to do that the most. Yeah, I enjoyed his shit talking.
0: I was a fan of it. Yeah, I mean he, yeah, won, I, liked, he I loved when he told with Goodell, like, call me to." to or what was the what was his last really good one? Uh when Goodell wanted him to he told Goodell to come to him. He's like I'm I coming to the principal's office, I don't do shit, you come to me.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm not going upstairs, I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, I mean there, there you go. Man was the same way off the field as he was on the field as far as personality.
0: The question is, so what, what network is he gonna end up on? Where's he gonna be call co- where's he gonna be the color man this fall? I said color. Well, Did not I don't think he will,
2: actually he I actually. I don't think he could be censored enough to be on T
0: V. Oh, well XFL.
1: Possibly, more likely. But um, yeah, I, I, it depends on how they. Pre- I don't think James Harrison is going to unless they offer him a lot of money. Sign off on an XFL brand of football after playing NFL football for fifteen years. That's going to have to be a, a check with a lot of zeros on it. Uh, so maybe he'll uh, start I, a new Little League. Maybe he'll start a new Pop Warner League where you're allowed to hit each other. Monday Night Football spot's still open. And, I, you know, I read a a blurb about how uh, Brett Favre auditioned and didn't do very well at all. So, I mean, if they're looking for former players, I'd call them. Why not? What's the worst that can happen? You You know know what, though? I I would give Tony Romo the job. That man's awesome (laughs) at commentating. I mean, dude, he is fucking... It is ridiculous, Like there's just YouTube videos of highlights of him telling the audience this is the play that's going to happen, and it happens just like he says over and over and over. It really <laughs> does. That, that man saw the field. I, I did not realize how high that man's football IQ was. That man saw the field like X's and O's. So Seriously. Yeah, it's and almost like. It's probably
0: been made, but that- a, a thousand Dallas fans going, what the fuck was this? <laughs> it's, it's we almost couldn't do this like, on the field
2: right he almost you know sees it as uh, you know, that, remember that game with the little men that stood still and air blew them all over the place is it about a video game no it's like a board game but it wasn't it was a real early football game
1: oh you're talking, just, you're talking you're uh, the, talking the the rumble or the uh, the vibrating football yeah. you set it up and you turn it on and the it vibrates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tabletop yeah. football. Right.
2: And when shit went wrong, Tony would come on and be like, okay, here's what it meant to happen. This is what happened and this is why. <laughs> it's like it, you're watching and learning all at the same time. By the end of the fucking game, you're like, hell, I could coach. Tony just helped me understand everything.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I did hear uh, somebody call in on local sports talk during last season and call him, uh, this generation's John Madden. Um, John Madden. See, I thought that was rude. See, I, I, to me, Madden, because Madden would, you know, whip out the, the, what is it, the telestrator or whatever, and he'd start pointing shit out and drawing arrows and shit, you know, like you're a little kid, and, and, and it, Max is an O's guy, Gruden, yeah. So is he this generation's Gruden? And Gruden's our generation's Madden? I don't know.
2: I you know, I just Madden was entertaining because he was stupid. He always <laughs> knew he always knew what to say, he just never knew how to say it. And that's where all the and you see this guy over here, and then you turn around and he goes left and you should have gone right and boom, sacked. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> 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 it's like you watched the play you, you had it in your head you know that the shit went wrong and why and the man starts talking and you're like I, I need to lay down what the fuck
1: <laughs> pretty much man and he never got a whiff of fucking Brett Favre's balls that he didn't have to run over in the corner and rub his nipples I mean yeah. Jesus God if you yeah, get a chance listen to Frank Caliendo do
2: the story on him oh it's hilarious When he impersonates Madden, and he's just like, and that's why Madden always relates everything back to Brett Favre. (laughs) And the the curvature of the earth and how it pulls you and throws you around kind of reminds me of Brett Favre. You take it when you throw the ball, and (laughs) he cracks me up. No, man, but listening to Tony, I'm like, this is going to be a train wreck. And then I listened to the first game, and I'm like, damn, Tony. Just give away everybody's strategy before some the hit, snap. <laughs> some hidden talents, man. Shit you don't I'll know say about. I'm saying, man, the teams need to start putting a mic in the booth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was kind of wondering, is it illegal to watch Monday Night Football? <laughs> <my> <laughs> <feet>? <laughs> and be on the radio calling it up to the head coach, hey, coach, Romo says they're going to run this, counter with this. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh,
0: I, I do I do not mean to shit on your joke, but I, my guess
1: is probably all the delays and shit would probably not make that feasible. Well, that's what I said. You have to, they'd have to start doing some real like patriot yeah. shit, like bending rules until they break to try to get the live feed and be like, it's crazy. We turned on the TV and the live feed was there. What do you want from us? <laughs> well, you'd have to find a broadcast
0: feed with no delay and that's pretty much fucking impossible. Well that's why I said they just put a
2: mic in the booth. If they had a hidden microphone in the booth, they wouldn't even need to turn on a TV. Just cool. put an earpiece oh, that, in the coach's ear and but, yeah. but,
0: but then that's that's going deeper than Spygate, man. That's That's Gate.
1: Oh shit. That's a, you know what though? I can't put it past New England. I can't. That's, seriously is the motherfuckers find ways around the rule book. Like the mafia. <laughs> And I could just see it, too.
2: Fucking Belichick come out. It didn't mean to happen. Our, our slam guy was around
1: the booth, and he dropped the mic. I don't, you know. I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to be like, I don't know. I put my earpiece in, and all of a sudden, I heard Tony Romo saying what play they were going to run. It's crazy. No more questions. I'm, we have Cincinnati next week. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going nice to talk it. so loud. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> how that shit would happen, man. Um, but, no, seriously, like, I, I Yeah. Like, because Belichick's like the godfather, right? So, I don't know. Maybe but Garoppolo... I don't know what maybe, happened. <laughs> maybe Garoppolo owes him a favor and he calls it in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jimmy G goes up in the broadcast booth and, you know, yeah, 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 let me drop this mic because godfather Belichick told me I had to. You know? <laughs> Who fucking knows, man?
2: Somebody like, calls on it, wakes up with a horse head in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wake up with with Rex Ryan's head in your bed more likely but uh, okay <laughs> damn uh,
2: but uh, no all the way back to Harrison I think uh, watching the fear of everybody on the offense as they looked into his eyes I'm gonna miss that cause oh, they yeah. knew Not maybe not so much in the later years but in the early years man that guy could fucking hit how many
0: people god. lined up against him that probably just went shit god damn it <laughs>
1: if they weren't from the first snap they lined up or the first play they lined up against them they were by the beginning of the second half yeah we're Um, like oh this motherfucker Jesus Christ because is game over yet athletes are too cocky you know they hit the field thinking ain't no one gonna stop me and then they're like I'm Superman and then they line up against Superman and they're like oh shit this motherfucker
2: (laughs) (laughs) no what I meant to say is I'm doing super man Uh, yeah that hit didn't hurt me that
0: bad (laughs) It, no, it just—it just had to be one of those situations where you're just like, you know, you, 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 especially in this heyday, you go in, you know, you're 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 ready, you're pumped, and then after one play, you're just fuck. This is going to be the longest
1: fucking game. Yeah, Boy, that's, I, our, that's how come you I had know. so many guys that were so quick quick to say he was dirty. Dirty. If, you, if you're a, if you're to me, if you're a defensive player and they call you dirty, that's a compliment. That means you're too good for him. So they got to make up some bullshit.
2: Yeah, just you know, I think of the history of football, and I mean, there there are a few guys in history that you just, even if you line up, you know, beside them, you want to get it the hell out of their way. You just at no point, no time, do you want to be hit by this person. If you're tackling a guy and you see him running, you let the guy go. You know what I mean? And. You know, I'm talking about people like Mike Singletary, Harrison, uh, Ray Lewis,
1: Dick Buckus.
2: Yeah, but you you're know, talking about like, like the
1: gods of Mount Olympus, of fucking NFL defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, but they, right there, see? so the, Lawrence the, Taylor. The question doesn't even need to be asked. First ballot
2: of Hall of Famer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What else does he need? He has
1: tackles, sacks, rings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no if question. He's, if he's not on that first ballot, to me, that makes the NFL Hall of Fame look like some old bullshit.
0: Well, it, it, let's be honest. Isn't it? Isn't that kind of already kind of like the 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 perception of it generally? I've heard um, people
1: say it's it the NFL Hall of Fame is like that anybody gets in Hall of Fame compared to the rest of the sport. Uh, yeah, well, Todd said it on the show when he was on. He said he feels like the NFL Hall of Fame, as long as you campaign long enough, eventually you will, you will get in. And I, I'm like,
2: I te- and I tend to agree. I mean, there's some people in there that I'm like, who? But, yeah, you know, it's, here, always, here it's,
1: always, it's always like the marquee guys, you know, first, second year eligible. Then there's like the Veterans Committee, for lack of a better way to put it. And there's like, and this punter from 1908. And you're like... Okay, motherfucker, you gotta put him wrong. in there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or, somebody like <laughs> fucking like, or somebody like Lomas Brown. It's like, dude, he was not a Hall of Fame player. It's, there's a lot of guys in the area like, uh, where, well, there's definitely been a few classes where you're like, what was it, was the field a little thin this year, guys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just didn't want to be stingy. You were tired of them bitching. What's,
1: what's the word? Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't know the, the in and out workings of the NFL Hall of Fame as well as I do, like, the baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame, it's a soap opera just watching that time of year, all the sports writers start going back and forth because everybody's got the reason to keep people out and, and, and this person needs to go in, this person should have been in, and et cetera, et cetera. See, football, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal in, like, sports reporting. It's just, hey, these are our picks, deal with it. Yeah, you know, unless you piss somebody off, Owens. It took him what three tries? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Harrison doesn't go in on the on the, the first his first eligibility, then it's some it's it's some ticky tack bullshit, man. And that's that's kind of why it's like I, to me. I, I you know I I kind of agree with Todd when you say a player's name in a group of guys who who follow sports and ask Hall of Famer. Yeah, they're going to answer yes or they're going to answer no. Very few are going to be like eh, unless you're picking nitpicky people. I said James Harrison. We all three were like, yup,
0: right. But well, to me, a Hall of Fame thing, in though. any sport is not something that requires a uh,
1: answer. It, it should be definitively
0: yes or no. You, there should be no hemming and hawing or being on the fence when you talk any Hall of Fame.
2: The the thing about football Hall of Fame is if you weren't the marquee player if you weren't literally a first ballot they'll let you in a lot later and sometimes they don't let you in at all you just fall off of eligibility but if they're gonna let you in like everybody gets in type thing with this um they let you in a whole lot later but to be a first ballot hall of famer that is where you know the prestige comes in and to be that i think you got to be someone like harrison Someone, when we say James Harrison, all three of us, oh, shit, yeah, ooh. You know, somebody you'll never, ever, ever, ever want to be hit by. You don't even want to be hit by him and his
1: walkers. (laughs) You know, at that point, you're like, yeah, first ballot. (laughs) That motherfucker's going to have, like, uh, he's going to strap up with the fucking, what is it, the the shit where they, you know, clear and hit you with the paddles, the EKG, whatever. He's going to have one of them backpacks. He's going to be 96 years old and in and, and, and like in some like retirement home, running up and down the stairs and shit. <laughs> Still getting hit with those things. People come going to be like, Mr. Harrison, you didn't eat your vegetables. He's like, I fucking know I didn't. They're going to be like, okay, sir, that's fine. Everybody else, they make him try to eat him and shit. Seriously, he's going to be running shit, man. Watch. Either that or that motherfucker's going to... I hope you really, man, I hope you don't go like the George Foreman way. Like in 20 years, James Harrison grills. And your grandmother likes him and shit. It's like, ah, no. <laughs> Unfortunately,
2: James Harrison grills, you can't cook anything on. They're part of your mouth. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the teeth that say, fear me. That's what we should do. We should market James Harrison's wake-up jacked grill. Make some money for the show. Send it to them. Say, like, hey, on the show, we talk about you very respectfully with a little bit of fear. And, you know, hey, look, you know, we're talking about people that wake up jacked, and you wake up jacked. And we need you to promote this grill for
0: us. <laughs> How do you combine breakfast food,
1: cocaine, and a grill? Hmm. Oh, okay. All right, Mr. Corporate World. You but, bring up cocaine to them. I value Reti. <laughs>
0: a <laughs> well, wake-up jet! You know, okay, fine. Then maybe it's a partnership with like Red Bull, you know, some kind of energy
1: drink. You know, that's fucked up. If cocaine had a lobbyist, like an advertising lobby, I think they'd probably advertise on a couple of Christopher Media shows. That's what's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can be groundbreaking. Legalized medi- medicinal cocaine. There you go. <laughs> it serves no purpose, but you lose weight quick. Yes, it does. It's 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 it's, it's an appetite uh, uh, for suppressant. Uh, shit, but I don't know, man. It'd be i it, I would be interested to see his personality in front of a camera, just because I don't think he's a wilting flower whatsoever. But actually, likes- actually, I'm I'm gonna think we already have
2: because one of those people you never want to be hit by. One of those first ballot, you know, you just you know, Warren Sapp. Uh-huh. I think he would look just like him. It's like, Warren, you have no place have on my TV.
0: For the greatest football show ever, hosted by James Harrison and Ray Fucking lewis <laughs> that, That's waking up Jack. That, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of their show. <laughs> I, I, you know what?
2: I just want to hear a conversation about football between those two. Just once. I don't care about anything else. I just want to hear the conversation about football.
1: There Which we means- go. we got to get him to do a podcast. He can have on other other dirty NFL players. There you go. See? Uh-oh, We're Ray making Lewis moves. Rub
0: some dirt on it with James Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't dead with James Harrison. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. ATFO Ray Lewis. You still breathing? <laughs>
1: yeah. Get up. With James Harris. <laughs> no, if it was Ray Lewis now, it would be no weapon wielded against us shall prosper with Ray Lewis. You know, It'd be some shit like that.
2: You're no, like, I just okay. seriously, I want to hear that conversation because they would sit there and be like, "Oh, that pussy!
1: Look at him run left." You, you want to hear real right. conversation? You don't want to hear shit they're gonna put on TV. Ray Lewis yeah. is Ray Lewis is far enough removed from his last. NFL contract that he knows he has to play a certain role on TV. I don't think you're going to see that level of real out of, out of Ray Lewis for quite some time yet. Like, nah. seriously. He doesn't have fuck you money anymore. James well, Harrison might have enough fuck you money left to go. You want to know how it is in the NFL? It's some old bullshit. and didn't mean that shit. No, Ray
2: Lewis actually does have fuck you money
1: because he's part of
2: that uh, Ravens organization now. That's the problem. He's, he's so high up in that organization now, he doesn't have a, a fuck you spot. When he was just middle linebacker, Ray Lewis, you, you know, look at me the wrong way and I'm going to punch you, that guy, that was fine. But now he's executive, he's got the suit and tie, and he's got the prestige. and He can't even say fuck you, let alone be candor with it, you know. That's what I'm saying, man.
1: Hey, he's not. You ain't going to hear real shit on camera. On the record from Ray Lewis for quite a while. That's what sucks. It'd be Money. very interesting. You gotta get Ray at a bar in Baltimore, get a couple shots. In him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it'd be very interesting just to be sitting at the table next to those two talking football. <laughs> yes, it would. Because <laughs> you probably hear, and that's when I made my 15th appearance on on. Uh, oh shit! What was the what was the the Monday Night Football segment? Jacked up. Uh, yeah, you just got jacked. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, so going for one player, it seems like universally has our respect, and I would hope most of the fucking football fans respect. Look, the man's retired now. This, this is another thing. He's retired now. He's no longer playing against your team. I hated Patrick Waugh. I hated Joe Sackick. I hated Peter Forsberg. I can admit all three of them are first ballot Hall of Famer or so. But when they were playing, fuck them. Fuck them in Hand their them ear. Out. Fuck them in their yeah. Fuck them in their ear. Fuck them in their other ear. Drill another hole in the head, and I'll fuck that too. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I a just mafia show. Them. I want them
2: dead. I want them buried. <laughs> I want their families dead. I want their friends dead.
1: <laughs> but seriously, when 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 all the bullshit's over and they're no longer playing, if you respect the sport and you're a, a true fan of, of of the sport, you should be able to you know go. Okay, look. Yeah, I hated you like a motherfucker back in the day, and I lost some money on you, too. But anyways, you good you're as a fuck. Good player. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fuck with you on that, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Boy got skills, I'm just
1: saying.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much just why I acquiesced to Brady. I used to hate him so much. And after, like, you know, title number four, you're like, well, all right. I mean, you know, no, I, I'm a fan of you. But, just I, w- I will be on the wrong side of history.
1: I, well, let's put it this way. You know, yeah, he was a quote-unquote Michigan man, so I was told I was supposed to feel some pride. And I was like, whatever. He's a good quarterback to watch. You know, and he's part of a great organization. And then he just started to annoy me. And now he's in Tom Cruise territory with his TB12 shit. <laughs> he's like he's like an oddity to me. I'm like, really? And kissing his son on the mouth for like 30 seconds or whatever the fuck. Way too long. Sorry. If you're not changing that child's diapers, don't be giving it kisses in the mouth, all right? But anyways, I digress. So let's go from a player universally respected to one who, I, at least I'm thinking I'm fucking tired of hearing about. Oh, no. But he's in the news again. Do we have to? Well, yeah. we, need, at least we, need to, we need to at least address the story, which is Colin Kaepernick had a... Was it a tryout in an interview? What I, I heard he, just, a, he, had a, he had a tryout with the, with the Seahawks I'm and not sure the I'm, the guess, interview, but. I'm guessing part of the part of the tryout is probably they do sit down and talk to you with the head coach GM maybe even the owner if you're Kyle Kaepernick I mean you're Colin Kaepernick excuse me I mean if you're just some fucking you know third string player they're going to sign no but I'm sure the people running the show were like let's have a talk <laughs> we, we, we need to sit down for a minute because that, that's the only way I can think of it. The question of whether he's going to continue to kneel or not came up, and he said, What was the exact quote? I he can't added. guarantee I'm not going to. Hold on. A I
0: don't want to misquote, man. Uh, wow. Give me that stuff airing the fuck out of this story in two days. Jesus Christ. Uh, Adidas said they'll sponsor him if he gets an NFL deal. Goodell got deposed this week.
1: Okay, hold on. You're absolutely right. I had to to dig. There was a workout. Okay, so this is from Slate. Yes, I know. It's not a sports one, but whatever. And take it with a grain of salt. Look it up yourself. Check to see what bias they have. I don't want to fucking hear it besides that. From com, former 49ers cornerback Colin Kaepernick was set to have a workout with Seattle Seahawks on Monday, but the team canceled on the eve of the planned visit. The reason for a cancellation, the source with knowledge of the situation, told Slate on Thursday was that Kaepernick would not commit to ending his protest during the national anthem next season. There was a workout that was scheduled for about two weeks. Travel was arranged. Everything was set for the workout on Monday. Then on the eve of the workout, Seattle called and said, as a precondition, he needs to stop kneeling, the source told Slate wouldn't agree to it. They canceled it on Monday. So.
0: Now, I mean, while I agree with the man's freedom of expression, I, the, the question he's got to ask himself, do you want to be a football player or an activist? Because it's pretty apparent at this point you're not going to be allowed to be both. Yeah. And, and come on, if, if Seattle, 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 one of the most liberal cities in the fucking country, <laughs> told you, hey, thanks, but no thanks.
1: Good fucking luck, dude. Well, I think we said that when this first started. We said if he was in any other city except for maybe Seattle, they'd tear him apart.
2: But he was already ready to sign with the Ravens before his sister jumped all over their ass. Here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play football anymore. He's a bigger name not
1: playing than he is if he played. You know, I gotta agree with you on that, man, because I'm just sitting here yeah. I'm sitting here He'll thinking be. I'm sitting here thinking that it makes him gives him more cred as a as a social justice warrior. Okay. or whatever the fucking non prerogatory and derogatory prerogative and, and whatever. Yeah. Fucking tired. Derogatory term is uh because every time he's about ready to talk to somebody or sign, what happens? You said last time his sister spoke out, his girlfriend spoke out. Now a source is coming out, but it's never coming from him. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's people on his behalf go, wait a minute. Let me throw this out there and see, still see if they hire him. No, we're not going to hire him now. See? See? See what they're doing? It's they're a, a game. the black man. It ain't even about that at this point, dude. It's a game. It's, it's fucking... This is... This is how people, I don't know if Colin Kaepernick's dumb. I don't know if he believes this shit. To me, it doesn't matter anymore. He's being, he might as well have a hand up his ass or strings attached to every fucking joint on his body. He's a puppet at this point. And it's just getting pathetic because he's getting used by people who are supposedly close to him, but should realize, look, if you want to be an activist, go be an activist. Don't use, don't ruin your fucking, your brother, your boyfriend's career. To try to fucking prop you up as some sort of, you know, woke activist. And this is how this shit's coming off at this point to me. And that's why I just say, all right, fuck it. This is your problem at this point. Yeah. Sucky. I, where's
0: the news story about you telling your sister to shut the fuck up? Or you telling your girlfriend, hey, shut up. Stop torpedoing my career. So, I, mean, I, I know this is a concept we've talked about a lot in the last few months on several different podcasts but in this case wouldn't you say is complicitness is just kind of like all right cool you're See, gonna talk shit for me i'm gonna let you talk shit yeah exactly
2: you know, this is why i'm called Iceman, because i did call it everyone That's i great. i called it when he started this shit i and as much as i hate hate the fact that he can do what he did and how i feel about the flag and all of that aside all of it aside it, I tried to, and I tried, and I tried to say, "This is not going to work. This is not the place." And everybody, and Chris and I argued. You could go listen to the podcast. That he has the right. He has the okay. He does. And as Rich finally broke in and told him, "There's going to be consequences."
0: Ta-da! Yeah, because what everybody never- forgets is. These NFL teams are all businesses who are allowed to employ whoever the fuck they want as long as they're not breaking the law.
2: Pretty much. And now they're, they're getting to the point, and I feel, seriously, the NFL teams are getting to the point that they're just like,
1: nah. You know what? I need a quarterback, but I don't need a quarterback that bad. If there's one more team, one more team, that gives him an honest shot at making it, I will be shocked. I will be shocked. Because if I'm the Seahawks at this point, I got to be thinking, fuck that. If I'm every other team besides any team he's met with, I have to be thinking, do I really want to take the, the PR hit, no matter how small it is in the news cycle, to talk to this asshole? Because I know that someone from his entourage, from his family, from his group, whatever the fuck going to speak up is going to speak up and throw a monkey wrench in it to where it's going to force our hands. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. And on top of that, these are businessmen. look <clears throat> Businessmen don't become that wealthy and successful without being assholes. Its period, period. There's no loyalty in this business. No one is beholden to him. He doesn't, he doesn't have a marker to call in with any team or else Kaepernick would have been on a team. So at this I, point, they, they, they have to realize he's using them to further entrench him as some sort of activist. I, ironically enough, I
2: met with the owner of the place that I currently work and we had a talk. And he said, you know, as an owner, you know, I don't only look at the money, but it would be a terrible move being a business person. If I didn't look at the money that was being left on the table. Now he was referring to the things such as, you know, ways that us as his employees lose him money, and there's yeah. many ways in my business that I would lose him money. However, hiring Kaepernick, there are plenty of ways that that person would leave money on the table for that owner.
0: Well, yeah, you're gonna piss. Let's just you're gonna piss off your customers. Your customers are your fans. Quite honestly, you know, they're business guys.
2: Merchandise sales are going down. Your concessions are going down. Your
1: seats aren't getting sold. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's why at this point, hey, look, you've pretty much done it to yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. I'm not going to feel sorry for you no more. And I full-heartedly believe it's this time, at this
2: point, it's on purpose. Because you've had fellow black men come to you and say, I'm getting you a spot on this roster. And then you fuck it up anyway with this shit. And then he had to come out and go, in so many words, well, we had you, but you fucked up, and now we can't sign you. Thanks. And that was Ray Lewis and the Ravens. I, it, it,
1: dude, it, this is why, Chris, a year ago, this story would still be, it could be two weeks old, and it'd still, they'd still be getting some traction. And that's why it's now two days old, maybe um, I mean, like four or five days old, you know, tops. And it's buried. Because people have stopped giving a fuck about Colin Kaepernick. And, I, I mean, at this point, if you're, if you're not a big fan of his and his activism work, who the fuck is he? He's just some guy... Well, doing, uh, doing, 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 doing some shit and, and and protesting and everything else. Okay, you're you're one of millions now, right? But to put it in terms for you
2: and Chris, Rich, it would be like you two having a band and then calling a singer, and, and every time you talk to him, he's like, "Nah, I can't because I'm 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 better than the the band. I'm I'm the man, and you know the the music's too nope. loud."
0: You're trying out my vocals. I, I see where you're going. You can make you, you, you can make the point better. It would just be like the singer going, "I can't perform these gigs with you because I have a problem with the owners of the venue." Yeah. And eventually, you're going to go. Well, we need a new fucking singer who's going to perform at the venues that we book.
1: Right. Well, here's here's another thing. Where are the people around him looking at him going? If you truly want to be an activist and be known as an activist than an athlete, then what you need to do is make sure you have the most exposure to the widest audience you can have. Gee, I don't know, being the starting quarterback of an NFL team's pretty much, you got the whole nation's attention or at least all football nation's attention. He could have he signed, he could have said, fuck it, this kneeling shit, no one's talking about what I'm kneeling for. Everyone says it's disrespecting the flag and it's disrespecting the troops and it has nothing to do with either of those two things. And he could have just pivoted but see that's that's because people around him, I have to believe, don't really give a shit about him being an activist. They're just looking to basically step on him, push his head down in the water, and get up a few feet closer to the surface themselves.
2: Well, yeah and I look at it I look at it as if he was to come back and play in the NFL and completely sucked, it would drag down his name even further. Right now he was a Super Bowl worthy quarterback. He was like a year removed, two years removed, from being in the fucking Super Bowl.
1: To the people that matters, does. to the people who it mat who he really matters to as an activist, they're going to always frame him from here on out as a martyr. He right. Gave but up I'm all saying, that
2: to himself. To himself, what sense does it make for him to himself to enter back into the NFL as a player when he can use the NFL as a springboard? To throw his name out there.
1: And keep him alive. pretty much
0: what he's doing.
1: Let me ask you a question, though. You keep saying to himself, to himself. I'm going to be dead honest with you. I don't think this man knows who the fuck he is. But see, I do. No, a- Rick, oh, no. Rick, stop, Rick. stop, stop. Let me finish. Look, I'm sorry. Let me finish my fucking thought here. Before you go off into, yeah, okay, but. And this is why I say this. If, if. you Let's, let's make it you. Let's do the Trump thing. We'll keep your name in it. Enough to keep you interested. If you were to somehow have national exposure via via podcasting, radio gig, television gig, whatever, would you let other people fuck that up for you around you? Or would you be like, look, you you ran your mouth once, you do it again, you're gone. This is my fucking career. And you know damn well that the money I make is going to trickle down to you motherfuckers because I got to take care of everybody here. So keep your fucking mouth shut while I'm fucking out making this money because I don't see you doing it. That's exactly what you would do. Because you know who the fuck you are. And you know you're a fucking man, and you can speak for your goddamn self. He fucking doesn't. Now,
2: go. Here's the (laughs) thing, Rich. I think he does. I think he does speak for himself. I think he uses people around him so he doesn't have to be drugged down at all by anything. I think he sits there and plays this as a game. This is his new NFL, if you will. He goes to these teams and says... I want to play. Why don't you hire me? It's because I'm black. And they're like, you know what, dude? We're going to give you an interview. We're going to give you a tryout. Come over. Well, I'm going to kneel for the flag. But he doesn't say it. His, his girlfriend does. Or a source does. And they're like, well, then we can't hire you. And then boom. Now his name's back in the news and he's a big thing again. If he went back and played for a team, any team, and sucked, Everybody would make him the laughing stock of the NFL forever. He would be more laughable than Ryan Leaf because you made all this hustle and bustle it was because you were black. It was because you were kneeling. It, the NFL owners are racist, and that's why you couldn't play in this league. No, motherfucker, somebody hired you, and you absolutely suck. That's why you weren't playing before. Now shut the fuck up no, and take a knee.
0: No, no, that is false. He left. He opted out of his contract. He did not get cut. He did not let go. He opted out of his contract to touch the free agent market.
1: Exactly. Okay. Now, let's go back to the first thing you said that was absolute bullshit. And let's just get this out in the open. When the fuck did he ever say no one was giving him a job simply because he was black? I want the quote. I don't want, I will, I heard. Or so I, I want the source who said this shit. I have yet to hear a statement released from him. Saying that it is simply because he's black, no one will hire him. Dude, that's what I'm telling
2: you. Colin Kaepernick hasn't said anything. Nothing.
3: Who around him has said that?
2: He's going to to take a knee to symbolize his protest for racial oppression. That's the only thing he's said. But of everyone close to him, his girlfriend, his friends, his, his confidants, whatever have all said this shit. Well, we can't play for the Ravens because the owner's racist. Well, we can't play at Seattle because can't guarantee we're not going to start p- protesting. Everybody else
1: has said these things. Is nuance completely lost on you? Don't you understand there's a difference between they won't hire him to play on an NFL fucking team because he's black versus they won't hire him because... He's fucking an uppity black person who won't shut his mouth and know his role. Do you not see the fucking difference between those two? I 100% do. I 100% do. If he walked in and said, "If I hear the music, I'm going to dance," tell me what to do. He would he would be on a team right now. Absolutely.
2: If he if somebody said jump and he says how high, he would be hired. I get it, but listen, he doesn't want to be hired.
1: If he got on a team and sucked, that's not the point. Okay, first of all, that's not the point I'm, I'm discussing with you. You said it was because I'm black. That's what he said. Then you said no, that's because he's black. That has been,
2: been said, that. though, Rich. Since this whole thing broke, since every since he started taking a knee, and I opted out of the contract to San Fran and started trying to get hired someplace else, and no team wants to touch him. It has been said over and over that he's been blacklisted, that he's not being hired because he's black.
1: And he's blacklisted because he's protesting the flag. is lost happen. on you. Okay, you could have just said yes, and we could have foregone the previous two minutes. I, I, I can't explain it to you if you don't understand it, dude. All I can do is like break it down to like blocks with ABCs and one two threes on them, and try to show you that there is a difference between. A black man not getting a job in the NFL because the NFL is racist. How many black people have been signed since he last had a job? And because he won't play the fucking game. There, that is why he's not being signed. Coupled with the fact that, yes, it has a racial overtone to it.
2: Rich, you and I are saying the exact same thing. I have a different reason, I think, than you do for, for the way that it's being played out. I don't think Kaepernick wants to
1: be signed anywhere. I, didn't didn't I say that? Like I called it every one five minutes, ten minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> oh, forty five minutes. Mark it down, uh, mark it down, folks. First, okay. Well, I mean, it, look. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. He ain't getting a job anywhere. So I hope. I hope. Whatever nonprofits he started, keep him busy, keep him happy, because. From here on out, I think he's just going to. It's going to be Johnny Manziel sized blips on the radar.
2: See, that's the shit I'm It is so bad. It, it has gotten so bad, and people are so done with Colin Kaepernick that they're actually looking at Johnny Manziel at coming back to the league. Stop it. The Patriots even I, thought about working him out. Stop I,
0: it. I, I, I say this to you all the time. I think you're connecting dots that aren't there on that one. What do you mean? How so? I don't, I, I don't think that. I don't get your point. Like, it's gotten so bad by My looking at My point is, is
2: that Colin Kaepernick has has made such a fucking mockery and and just such a fucked up mess out of what he was trying to do and where he's at and where he wants to be that they're just like, ha, whatever. Look, Johnny wants to come back.
1: See, it's it's amazing how you look at it because you look at it from... he Kaepernick made this mess from what he was trying to do. And I look at it from... He never changed his fucking story about what he was trying to do. Everybody else made it about everything else. Rich, let me throw this at you like you did at me. If you wanted to
2: get something out and you didn't want anybody to know that it was you, wouldn't you have me or somebody you trusted throw it out there for everybody to hear?
1: No. No. I said, I'm oh, not damn, that type no. of person. That's what I was getting at. He's that type of but person. I'm not that type of person. Exactly my point.
2: Oh God! So okay. so his girlfriend, his confidant, and all of those people were told by Kaepernick what to say. Now that is assumption made by me, but that's uh, okay. But let me ask you confidence. a
1: question. Let me ask you a question. I keep forgetting you're a, you're a resident tinfoil hatter, the tinfoil mad hatter. All right. So you think he's a diabolical genius that's you, that is not being used as a puppet. By people with an agenda surrounding him, you think exactly. You think you think he's controlling everybody else.
2: Absolutely, I think this has all become a big fa- facade to him, and he's enjoying the hell out of it. This is his new league. This is his game. He's going to fuck with the NFL to keep his name relevant for as long as he possibly can, and he's using
1: everybody around him to do it. Stop. The burden of proof's on you now. You stated your belief. To what end? Because all he's doing is hurting his cause, if that's the case. He's so hurting right his cause, he's
0: hurting his bank account, he's hurting his credibility. Yeah, but, he's not,
1: but he's not
2: hurting his cause. Because as you've pointed out to me numerous times over the past 15 minutes,
0: Colin Kaepernick hasn't said shit. His story actually, has stayed true. He said, we talked about it on this podcast, he said a few months ago that he was done kneeling. And he said plenty of shit. When he first started, he stated exactly why he was kneeling. Don't you remember right. the, the wow. several locker room interviews with him?
1: No, We're I do.
0: Wearing the Chief t-shirt but, and all that shit. I well, forgot. But,
1: I forgot. If I want to ask Earl a question about my boots, I got to ask him about my shirt. Because I asked him a question and he starts telling me about a different fucking thing. Like, he's giving me a definitive answer here. Dude, you didn't give me shit. But, okay, whatever. Okay, great. Wonderful. I just, I, all, I, all you're doing is cherry picking and then going, yep, that's what it is. And Rich, I'm like, okay, yes, great, wonderful. He is, he is he's, he's a he's, great he's,
2: facade. Yes, he is. Wow. Wow. Wow, dude. I did not realize you were this deep down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Oh, my God. How is that so
1: deep? What's How more that fucking likely? and obvious? What's more likely? That he is really this diabolical of a genius to play everyone around him while tanking his career so they have less financial incentive to stay around him by the way which affects him as well or that he's a fucking simple-headed soft-headed kind like like soft touch motherfucker who people with agendas have seen a way to fucking use to boost themselves up and you're gonna tell me it's the first one i can't argue with that there's no arguing with that that's why you make declarative statements like that it's not just that it's it's the way this shit has
2: played out to me now, this is only my opinion, and I could be way the fuck off. It's not that much of a genius plan. It's a little kid, fucking turn-of-the-century, fucking millennial plan.
0: But he's, one home. He, but he's the one who told the Seahawks that he, that he wasn't sure he wasn't not going to kneel. He, didn't have anyone tell the also, that.
2: he also had his girlfriend tell the fucking owner of the Ravens that he's
1: r- fucking racist. That has nothing As to do they with were hiring him. Earl, uh, Earl, stop, stop, Earl, stop, stop. I want you to stop, and I want you to I want you to really think about what I'm about to say. He is dealing with people who are on the far left. We're talking extreme left. To compare it to most of mainstream American society, okay? These people are. Hardcore feminist. when I say hardcore feminist, I'm not talking about I want equal pay for equal work. I'm talking about take the man out of Manchester, you know, it's people kind, that type of bullshit. You think his girlfriend's going to let him fucking go, hey, bitch, get on your, fu- fire up your fucking phone, get on Twitter and say this for me. You think he's got it like that with these type of fucking people who walk around talking about I'm strong, independent woman, don't need no man? And you think that, that they wouldn't fucking in a second expose him if he was like that? because that would just boost their agenda as well. You're telling me he's doing this shit, there's no fucking payoff for him to do it besides you think there is. That's what I'm getting at, dude. You're not putting everything together and taking it all in. I mean, think about it. This is his last gasp here, period. If If there's not a statement that comes out from him and in five days there hasn't been like, look, these people are speaking for themselves. That kind of fucking seals it, doesn't it? Why would he take his entire career for what? There's no payoff at the end of this.
2: Rich, I, I can't answer you because I don't know. But I, I feel full-heartedly that he's doing this. That yeah, this and is like his and with game. Rich, what's his upside?
0: What's the upside? Because he's popular, bro. He's relevant. He was popular before. He, he, Quarterbacker went to the Super Bowl. People knew who he was
2: before he was kneeling. Yeah, but he's going to stay relevant as long as shit like this keeps happening. This problem is is the shit's gotten old, and they're like, "Okay, we're done."
0: Really? No, we've just spent a half hour on it.
2: We sure about that? That's because you guys think I'm nuts. Has nothing to do with Kaepernick.
1: No, that's true. Because you know, fourteen and two, the Patriots lose games on purpose and risk, you know, franchise players and losing them for the season just to prove a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've got a list. I keep it somewhere, but it's not here immediately. Yeah, we think you're nuts, dude. You're absolutely right. Right. I mean, you're amusing nuts. You're not like pissing in the corner and eating your own shit nuts, but, you know, you're fun to have around. That's why we keep you on the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's why we spent this time on Gapernick, because I don't see it as cut and dry. I, I, I never will. I'm glad you guys do. I don't. <laughs>
1: I'm glad I'm glad that you are so open minded that you just go, I never will. Don't no. so it doesn't matter what proof I give you, huh? No, no it does. Absolutely it does. If you can come to me and prove to me that Colin
2: Kaepernick's sitting in the corner with the duh hat sitting on his head Actually, and everybody again, around him's just treating him like a puppet and, and just wrecking him. Burn the proofs
0: on you again, Man. You're the one making the crazy
2: accusation. My my proof
0: is in the in the news, bro. Go look it up. What proof? What proof? That his girlfriend made a half cocked statement on Twitter about the Baltimore Ravens. That's about it for your proof. Anytime yep. Colin
2: Kaepernick gets close to being hired on a team, working he out for the a team, he's the one who
0: told the Seahawks he was. Oh
1: my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you guys doing He exa- said it exactly same time. How
2: how how was it him? I thought you said a source said it. Yes, yes. The article I read from Slate claimed a source said it. Okay, so it wasn't Colin. So every single time okay. this guy gets close to being hired by an NFL team, somebody somewhere comes out and says, protest bitches. Racist bitches. And
0: Rich, Colin we does not doesn't get anywhere hugged. with this.
1: <laughs>
0: There's your proof. Yep, sure.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. This is great. This is, this is almost as good as the group chat this week.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You can't. Prove us right. You're the one making the wild accusation.
2: And I have backed it up, bro. Every single time this guy gets close to getting hired by an NFL team, somebody says something that gets him knocked out.
0: Every single time. All right, Every single proof. fucking time. I'm um, proof. Because you said, you said something you're never supposed to say. You said every. So let's go. I want proof. Go ahead. Look it up. Look up with the Giants. What? The there,
2: team. I'm not the one making the crazy wild statement. I, it's not a crazy wild statement every time dude the Giants and the Ravens they were called racist, and then they as soon as they invited him to work out and the Ravens actually almost hired him before that and now over in Seattle that's just three off the top of my head without looking up every other time where anytime he got close somebody said something that got him not hired and you're telling me that this grown man Super Bowl appearing quarterback is sitting in the corner going I don't know I don't know uh, you're saying stuff. I can't, I don't know. Bullshit. Yep. That's because it's exactly, yes. Seattle Times reporting
0: yes. the Seahawks. Asked Colin Kaepernick
1: what his social activism plans were. He said he didn't know. That's from the Seattle Times. But anyways, you, you're you absolutely right. That's exactly what we said. We said he was Charlie from Flowers for Algernon in the corner, drooling on himself, not knowing what was going on. That is word for word what we said. You said he's a puppet being
2: played by everybody around him.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's a drooling need a tippy cup idiot. Yep. That's exactly what I meant too. Glad you figured that out. I was trying I was having a hard I was having a hard time verbalizing it. <laughs> all right. All right, All right. Let's move on? on for, we, yes. Yeah. Let's move on to someone that we can all make fun of. Everybody I point did. and laugh at Gian- Giancarlo Stanton. Ah. The fuck is going on with this guy to have the start he has, which is shit. And on top of it, what the fuck is going on with New York, well, wait a minute, New York baseball fans are just being New York baseball fans, you know? What did you say, Chris? You already heard people say, get rid of him? Yeah,
0: they're already talking about, yeah, that he's a waste of money. Really? Two weeks into the fucking season? (laughs) Just like the Cavaliers are done, right? Cavaliers that are in the playoffs? They were done, right, Iceman? They are all done.
1: Can we poke that, like... (laughs) <laughs> we'll nope. No, no premature poking. All right. Damn it. We'll get to that subject. It's on the, it's on the agenda. It's the same damn mentality. It. The same mentality. Well, two weeks of shit. The bust, it's over. Really? Well, look, look, I think it's interesting because the only team I can ever remember for as long as the Yankees have been dissected in New York, that has been dissected locally for us like this. I mean, that's good, by the way, because everybody dissects the Lions, whether they suck or not. That's just because they're starved for football. But it's the Red Wings when during that 25-year stretch. And I remember we'd sign big free agents, and the, the the barometer was, how do they do in the playoffs? We'll give them a—if they have a less-than-average regular season but step it up in the playoffs, we'll give them that pass. I mean, New York just seems like it's just full of fucking gangsters. They're like, man, fuck this motherfucker kill him and his entire family I mean at two weeks I gotta I, really in baseball that's a big enough sample size yeah. I know right well
2: no I, don't, I, I I totally disagree with them like you do Chris uh, like when I called you know Lavar ball or Lavar mm-hmm. when I called Alonzo uh, ball a bust you needed proof Chris and it was two weeks in the NBA season. Okay, after the NBA season, he's bust.
1: Anyways, with <laughs> hey, Stanton, wait, wait. When we asked you about mm-hmm. Stanton, you're talking about basketball, and you wonder why I said if I want to know how what you think about my shoes, I have to ask you about my shirt. You wonder and why I poked, said that? God damn it! I had
2: to poke back. Anyways, with Stanton, it's not the same. for just podcast round.
3: Just because,
2: because <laughs> just because he. He starts out slow, doesn't mean he's going to be a bust and needs to be traded. He has proof of, of longevity. His, his body of work, if you will, speaks for itself. So he's in a slump. He's, st- he's a slow starter.
1: What have you? No, I think you need to wait this one out, New York. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you okay, look, let's just, let's just to, for shits and, just purely shits and giggles, go with the basketball comparison. Two weeks in baseball is like three games in basketball for a sample size. Now, if these were his first three games or his first two weeks in baseball, he might be riding a bench by now. But he's not. He's got a track record. He's got history. They put up with A-Rod and them big-ass white hamburger helper gloves of his in New York. They'll, they'll come around and deal with it. It's just, to me, it speaks to how spoiled Yankee fans are.
2: Which I, I think I, it speaks to the expectation of Stanton. And and, and I mean, kind oh, of God rightly so. What? Excuse me, just had. Yeah, kind of rightly so. He had huge expectations, and you go into the biggest baseball market there is. Yeah, this kind of talk's going to come.
1: No, uh, no, 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 no. Do not conflate two te- two separate topics here. Do not confuse the two. Okay, this is about fans booing him. Now, if we're talking about expectations and him wilting under the spotlight in New York, that's another story because there are anonymous reports. Hold on a sec. Uh, Don Mattingly mentioned about the pressure of playing in pinstripes, you know. There's been other comments. You know, he's struggling with the fastball. But, I mean, those are more, adjust- he needs to make adjustments type stuff. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, there is a lot of shit at play here. And and the fans booing him. I'm just i talking about just the fans. I'm not talking about his start. The reason for his start is your nerves, dealing with pitchers he's not used to seeing,
0: does weather. weather tendencies.
1: <laughs> I mean, that might play a factor in it. Motherfucker did come from, like, the Miami, hottest. fucking Yeah, the hot, well, no. It gets hotter in Arizona, I believe, and sometimes, but you get you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and then it comes up here. Did, didn't they have to postpone the Yankees-Tigers uh, games? Can you imagine trying – if you never played in that type of weather, there's <laughs> literally ice falling from the sky. Why are we out here playing baseball? <laughs> This isn't snow, this isn't rain, this is ice. This is God saying, go to fucking doors, you know?
2: This this is is whether my dog looked outside and was like, nope, turned around and pissed on the
1: rug. What the fuck? Exactly. (laughs) But no, I think think it's just uh, spoiled Yankee fans personally. I mean, I don't know what you expect from two weeks for a guy. Um, Yeah. I mean, Aaron Judge, he dropped off after the All-Star break. You know, I didn't see them tearing down... His little fan section in the statements. stands. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see any of that shit happening. You know. And that's that's the fucked up part in all this, is that if if he was if he was on the Tigers and this was his start, you know what I'd be looking at? What's he done all the rest of the seasons he's played? Let's not start worrying about whether he's a bust until we're talking at at least forty games into the season. Give me a quarter of the season to start basing some predictions on. But nah, I'm, it, not a, I'm not a New York baseball fan. So according to all, every Yankee fan I've ever met, we're not real baseball fans because we're not Yankee fans.
2: Right, but I mean, they they expect so much out of big names. When Roger Clemens went there, David Wells went there. When you bring in big people like that, you get big expectations. And like I mentioned and Chris agreed, after the season he had last season, you're thinking you're in for a hell of a ride. And he's hitting right with Judge. They're one and two. It's a one-two punch. So you can't walk one because you got the other. But he just isn't answering the bell. And I don't know. It could be weather cold. Uh, could be, you know, nerves. could be he's just not ready. Maybe he needs to make adjustments. You know? But way, way, way too early to start booing and
1: talking about trading. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, because if you're looking at other players who've, excuse me, started off slow, you know, you, Darvish, you started off slow. I don't hear, you know, there's no rumblings. The Chicago fans are like, "Uh, we we need to get rid of them. Get uh, so. to my fantasy team. Tell you
2: that. You got another couple so weeks. Hopefully, you got him. Tommy. Jesus, yeah, yeah but
1: but I, can let him go. Saying it, Fanta, yeah, but once again, fantasy is what did you do last week? <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't hold on to, to a fucking fringe player with. Well, I hope he fucking gets better. This is real life. I'm talking about. How many times does Verlander start off slow? And people be like, oh, Verlander's lost it. Really? And he can't hear you because he's got fucking Kate Upton's legs and thighs wrapped around his head while he's down there eating it to Y, okay? he's, having he's a staring box. at his World Series ring. Exactly. Yeah, yeah he's going in after his ring. <laughs> exactly.
0: Hey, uh, I thought I, I dropped that
1: somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's, come on now. That has to be taken into consideration, too, here. Fantasy fantasy's that fantasy. It is real-life shit here. But, I mean, I, th- there's other people. I mean, we're talking Andrew McCutcheon. He hasn't set it on fire out there with the Giants. I mean, that was a, 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 every season. The only You he, he knew who he was even though he played on the fucking Pirates. Steady, in and out, you know. But it's just because I think New York fans are spoiled. And if they, and their attention span is about the same as the average fucking fruit fly. Yeah, they want to win. They want to win now. They want to win always, which is admirable, but it's not realistic. And if, the, if, I mean, don't get me wrong. This has happened. There's, there's been players in, that have went to New York in any sport and been run out of that town by the fans and the press. Just, you got to go. Sorry. We're not having it. Hey, I mean, I, I'm just. To me, it's a little early for fucking New York fans to even be thinking along those lines. of Run this bum out of town. Yeah, Check me but, at the off Star break. I mean, I, it, you know, I do say there, there is you know some mechanical shit going on with them. I've watched a few videos that I mean show the exact difference. That could be just trying to bear down. You know, you get into a slump and you try to dig yourself out. And then you start fucking up more and more and more. It's the domino effect. For lack of a better term, what they call it? The yips? I mean, it's not exactly that, but... It's getting in your own head. psyching mm, yourself out. Exactly. So, I don't know. Just a little interesting side note that I thought was... I mean, because, honestly, baseball's biggest problem the first couple weeks has been, can they play some fucking games because of this weather? I mean... Christian made a good point in the pre in the pre show meeting in the pre show talk. Uh, maybe we need to move the start of the season back. I yeah. mean, I've even I've even heard people say go to, down to fifty four games.
0: And hey, how about we sell one hundred fifty four? Excuse me, fucking ad time in the playoffs and make playoffs the length they were again. Call me crazy. Maybe less downtime in between the
1: games. Maybe the fucking First two theories shouldn't take a goddamn month. Well, I mean, one solution that I, I did here that I thought was amusing, it'll never happen, but I thought was amusing, was that if your team is in an area that in the spring and in the, in the fall experience weather that would stop games, that the league mandates you have to play in a dome. And I'm like, yeah, no, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Even those retractable domes. Did, how many times did this shit broke in Toronto? Didn't they break one right after they put it in? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? They made a big deal about. Look at our retractable roof. Oh shit! It's not it's retractable. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job roof. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's put a uh,
2: roof on Joe Robbie then. Hurricane Central.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I know that the no owner is going to want to cut games because that's that's you know, revenue and ultimately ad space is going nowhere in the playoffs. If, if anything, it's going to get worse, you know, I mean, it's shit. When they come back from commercial, the first 30 seconds, you're likely to any stat date. First of all, not likely you will see any stat day presents going to have a sponsor. You know, what's yeah, I thought
2: was really funny. I was watching Minnesota and it's snowing in there and Chicago and whatnot. And I was like, you know, I want to see one baseball player, that looks at shit like that and goes climate change is false it is just a myth we're in the middle of fucking april yo yeah so wear my fucking winter coat
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no guys the last 12 years of this winter season have just flew by you know it's, it's wonderful to somebody on monday like may in like two fucking weeks yep <laughs> No, it's great losing your power for almost two days to an ice storm in April. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, so, I
2: mean, with the climate change, so must everything, including baseball and other sports.
1: Well, if they want to shorten the season but not give up any games, what they need to start doing is scheduling day-night doubleheaders again. I'm talking scheduled ones, not makeup games. Well, hasn't, like...
2: Spring training and opening day been the same for many, many years.
0: This year was the earliest opening day they've ever had, March 29th. Okay. They,
2: they need to go forward in the year. I don't care about the length of the season per se, but if you want to start playing games without snow, then you're going to have to take note of the change in the climate. Well, just go back to
0: starting in April again. Start the first week of fucking April like you're supposed to. Granted, this year is an aberration because again we're having our ex- we're just giving over spring, going right into summer. We're going from winter to summer, apparently. But yeah, start in the first week of April like you're fucking supposed to. And like and I said, at yeah, le- least at least to a cold opening day, you know, once a decade. But you know, it wouldn't. How I mean, what what opening day? How many opening days were postponed this year? I know Detroit and the Nationals were.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Chicago's was. I mean, that sucks. Because, especially a town like Detroit, opening day is like a goddamn holiday. It really is. Like, motherfuckers go downtown and hang out by the outfield fence and watch the game from the outside and make a day of it. When I say make a day of it, I'm talking 7 o'clock when the bars open. They're lined up. It's damn damn. What, what were you going say? to say? I work downtown. They make us work from home on opening day because it's such a clusterfuck down there. <laughs> don't even bother coming in yeah they're like, hey, working home yeah I mean it's almost no, so like it's, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a, a second St. Patrick's Day as far as I'm talking it, about like bars and shit yeah I mean they, they lucked out and it got pushed to a Friday but I
0: mean you know, just think how much more people probably would have went down there if you, one week later one week later
1: you know exactly. April
0: fucking 5th or whatever like it usually is supposed to be well, yeah, and this definitely. time of year, quite honestly, in, in the climate, especially in the climate like Michigan, fucking, that one week can make a hell of a lot of difference weather-wise. Well, and knowing in Michigan,
2: they probably haven't cleared the roads very well, so it's still very icy, so people can't get down there anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, that depends on where you're at. I mean, the point is, is that this is, you know, that's us. I'm sure there's other cities. I know there's other cities that have opening days that's that big of a deal. But, I mean, I don't remember hearing about it when I lived in other states. I, okay, New York, I did. Oh, God. Yankee and Mets opening day. Yankee opening day, everybody talking about. Mets opening day, the other half of baseball fans are talking about.
0: I was just say, you, you know, think in Boston opening day is just, oh, hey, it's another Tuesday. No, I, think, no, I, think, I think Fenway probably gets down with opening day pretty good. Like Wrigley. Yeah.
1: I'd even go so far as to say that fucking... The White Sox, even just because it's Chicago, man. But I mean, when I lived in Florida, it was no, it, even after the Marlins won the World Series, the next year was not, opening day was not like it was. And when I was there, Tampa sucked. So the opening day was like, <laughs> and then you have the Marlins opening day, and then Tampa opened. It's like, oh, okay, that's how it's going to be. But, I, I yeah, the only thing I can think to do is to schedule doubleheaders. And that's not shortening the number of games played. It's shortening the length of the season. That's what I'm getting at. That way you can go into the playoffs because you don't want a situation like you had. Oh, seems like at least once a playoff where games have to be postponed. And remember that 2004 Yankees-Red Sox series? Wasn't it postponed like three times and it went seven games? I mean do the math. You're stretching a seven game series into something that should take a week and a half to, you know, over two weeks almost. I mean, that's just that's Well shit, last year didn't the World Series end like fucking two weeks before Thanksgiving? It was in November, yeah. And it sucks that's because it's ridiculous. I mean, I understand they want they want as many teams in the playoffs as they can. They want the excitement of game one sixty three. To me, the novelty of Game One Hundred and Sixty Three has wore off. I mean, I, I, I guess if your team's in it, it's exciting. But this has now been something they've been doing for almost ten seasons because of Game One Hundred and Sixty Three in two thousand nine, with the, with the Twins wow. and the Tigers.
0: God damn, it has been that long. Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's like, ooh, a little extra baseball. It's it's that it's that March Madness, you know, survive in advance, you know, and. The strategy involved. What pitcher do you throw out there? Do you throw your ace? Because then if you win, you can't start your ace again. So blah, 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 blah. I get all that. But not at the expense of losing quality of baseball when the two best teams meet. You know what I'm saying? I don't want bubble teams pushing that back. But that's, I don't know. That's just me. That's the way I look at it. Baseball doesn't seem to care. So far, as, as as far as I've seen and, and heard, their ratings so far have been what they expected. So, okay. all right, well, anything else in the sports world before we go into the playoffs? Oh, Harbaugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Michigan- uh via CBS Sports. Michigan police respond to perceived threats from ex-player to Jim Harbaugh. A former Michigan player tagged Jim Harbaugh on the Twitter as part of a series of apparent threats. Uh, James Yoder reported on Tuesday that campus police met with football and have other department staff members to gather information. on. Uh, someone want to try this name here? Please tell me. I'm not the only one with the article pulled up in front of me. Uh, let me <laughs> talk is his name.
0: Hold on. Uh-uh. Let me skim through. No, I'm good. Yeah, I remember reading it going,
1: uh, I believe he needs to buy a consonant. Elise oh. Mbambas? That's Membasa. 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 Yeah, I don't know how that E is pronounced, so. Uh, mm, Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Membasa. Wow. A lot of consonants next to each other. Needs to buy a vowel.
1: Yeah, Mbase. M b e m So, anyways, yes. Uh, James Yoder said, "Just got word. U of M campus police and Ann Arbor police officers and detectives responded to the Mbase threat Twitter, Twitter threats. They met with football staff and athletic department to gather information, including the last known address of Mbase or whatever his name is. Stay tuned." And this is what he this is what he posted. <laughs> okay, <laughs> his Twitter handle need nobody but God. Well, way to start off strong, buddy. Yeah. So, okay. And the yeah. first tweet I
0: see is that Michigan is open carry. Let's not forget, yeah. not your friend.
1: Well, well I, yeah, they sent someone to my crib before. I was nice enough to call the cops. Next time I'm calling the morgue. I'm talking with facts. So the backstory. It, according to the articles vague it was apparently suspended from the team for unknown reasons though he says it was in the wake of a family crisis at best these were these were regrettable tweets with no real intent behind them an example of all that can be wrong with social media at worst they were legitimate threats and with the country on high alert in the wake of mass shootings they should be taken seriously and they are and then they go on to say he's a former three-star recruit who signed a mission in 2016 contributed as a backup on, spe- and on special teams during his first two seasons he is not listed on the Wolverines' most recent spring roster.
0: Well, yeah, Michigan did release a statement that said they he is no
1: longer with the team. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that either he's dumb as a box of rocks and didn't realize that that was going to be the, the outcome of what he put, or he was trying to make a, a way, way dark joke that went over the heads of a lot of people, and he probably needs to explain himself. He has switched his Twitter account to private and the tweets have been deleted. Shocking, right? Yeah. By the way, I just have to say, it's amazing how many people go around screenshotting random tweets. Like, I'm talking, I've seen screenshots of tweets that were up for less than 10 minutes. And it's like, who the fuck is is sitting there just waiting to screenshot these things? Uh, People with nothing to do. People have nothing better to do. Are people these those paid r- to do it because the is investigative it reporting haters. is bad. <laughs> is, is, this the, is this those Russian hackers I keep hearing about? Is it those people screenshotting screen shot, this shit and posting fake news with it? But anyways, uh, well, I don't know if you guys have heard, but here, I'm talking about you guys. But here here in Michigan, we had a quite a few threats made towards schools after the shooting in Florida. Like, within, you know, the first three, four weeks or whatever. That's right. Did Julian Edelman stop a shooting in, like, Port Huron or something like that? I I don't know about that story. The one I know about the most is the one that was the high school down the street from my work. Because they they got a threat, and there was nothing to police near that high school that day. I was like, right, okay. Now, with Edelman, uh, somebody actually...
0: Uh, made a threat and it, so someone in the, one, in the comment on something on his Instagram talked about they were going to shoot up their school the following week. And just somebody slid into Edelman's DM and was like, hey man, screw this guy in your comments actually talked about shooting up his school. He called the cops and sure enough, cops fucking busted him. <laughs> caught, him with a bunch,
1: caught him with a bunch of guns and shit. He was planning to shoot up his high school. That was oh, like, well, yeah, like two or three weeks ago. You know, now, now that you bring that like I was picturing him like, no, shooter, put down your gun. I'm like, no. That motherfucker didn't hop in front of no school shooter. (laughs) And then I remembered the story when he told me it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, okay. But still, the the majority of them were, I'm thinking people either with a very sick sense of humor or kids that were like, I don't want to go to school today. (laughs) Give me your say, Yeah, I don't want to fail that test. Give me your burner. Because I'm calling in a bomb threat, you know. It's like I, I just—I
2: yeah. remember going to high school there, and anytime kids it, something like this happened, people would call in a bomb threat. They're like, "Wait, so if there's a threat of a bomb, we don't have to go. Give me the phone." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really have oh. cell phones back then. We had to walk our ass to the phone, and we would just to get out of school <laughs> the next day. What
0: kind of pussy high school did you go to? We had a couple bomb threats. It was. It like a fire drill. <laughs> he filed us all out of school. Oh, um, see. So show up, sweep the school. All right, nothing. Go back in.
2: See, pussy, no. We were smart as shit. We did it the night before. We called that shit in and said we were coming in at noon on the following day. <laughs> and then if that one didn't go off, we were planning one at three. Motherfucker, you know how many felonies you're admitting to right now? <laughs> I, I didn't do it. And you ain't gonna find my voice on no recording. You keep saying we.
1: First of all, yes, my high school. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? We. We. We don't include Chris and I. Okay, so. Second of oh, all, no, you guys were there. You guys were there. Second of all, I, yeah. I, different. It's it's a different fucking day, dude. We we all know that they got to take this shit like it's fucking the word of God. They they can't leave any fucking room for, you know. Any fuckery or there was a miscommunication, not right now. Definitely not right now.
2: It's it's times like these that I miss the immortal words of Bernie Mac when he did the original Kings of Comedy. He's like, black people talk, man. That's all we do. That's our defense mechanism. We talk, at you. yeah, 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 yeah. We talk. I'll blow this motherfucker up, you know. And how are we going to blow this motherfucker up? Where are we going to get the dynamite from? Ain't nobody going to sell us any dynamite. If we got done, it might have to be at our door the next day. Shit, you know. And so, yeah, it. the kids are, they're they're not stupid, but at the same time, yeah, they are. And they all wonder why I'm not teaching anymore. Oh, no, I never wondered why. I knew. What
0: the hell are we talking
3: about?
1: <laughs> my shoes. And he really likes my shirt. I love his shirt. Yeah, matches the shoes. Anyways, uh, I that's mean, not what about you, about you expect? Them. Yeah, what do you what do you expect with threat. What do you expect with a player who's grown up with a fucking cell phone attached to his hand, probably since someone was he was old enough to hold one? I mean, I, I've just I've just had to come to accept it, man. Especially college kids right now, the, and the younger they are, the worse it's going to get. Like this incoming freshman class is going to be the worst one yet about social media because the younger they get the less of a world they remember without it if they even remember one without it so I mean that's just if they if they were if they were born in what 2003 or not 2003 2000 2000 yeah they would be 18 they would be five they would be five years old when myspace hit so by the time they started getting to the age of, of social media they grew up with it yep. yeah I mean and I think that, the, unfortunately, the problem is, is because, cause, I don't know, maybe this is going to be an unexpected take on this. It's not a hot take. It's a, it's a, it's a lukewarm take. All right? But I, I don't know if these kids realize that this shit is being taken this serious. Because I think it's just like, to them, how we used to talk at each other and be like, motherfucker, I'll kill you. The problem is is that people are reading it. With no context, they don't know the person tweeting it, but they got to go run and tattletale on somebody for tweeting it. And with the climate, with school shootings and violence and everything, everybody thinking that we live in the most violent time in the history of the world, even though it's the exact opposite, you get this type of fallout. Well, and these very fragile beings
2: that they are, they have to, you know, just exacerbate the the whole story. It, it went from, "I man, I'll kill you. Shit to he's said he was going to shoot me then stab me rape me kill my dog and stuff it up my dad's ass it, it's like wait what
1: well i mean i guess i don't know i just see screenshots anymore there's no room for fucking bullshit unless someone whips out photoshop which i've you know i've been fooled by a, a time or 12 i mean the, I other, the other that. part of this too is besides the whole title tale you know uh
0: aspect of the whole thing the other part is is the motherfuckers who don't realize they're putting exhibit a on social media half the time exactly but or or you get prosecuted you just you have hand delivered evidence to the person that will prosecute
1: you it's just you know it's it's something that we we've officially entered old age guys it's just something we're gonna have to understand that These kids don't understand a world without this because they've never existed in one. It's like trying to explain to us what it was like to live in a... I mean, not to show us a two-hour movie of the Middle Ages, but to explain to us what it was like because someone was there to live in the Middle Ages, and we're going. I mean, I understand intellectually, but if I stub my toe and it gets infected, you just pour whiskey down my throat and saw it off while I'm awake? Yep. I think I'll just die, thank you very much. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, do you, that's, that's seriously though. I mean, that's how, when it comes to this shit, these kids look at it like, what? You couldn't text? Why didn't you just go on your phone and get the answer? Why would you argue with your friends? Because we didn't have phones that could fucking give us answers. Well, well then I mean, at least go to the computer. What computer? Yeah, I'm going to go put, I'm going to go play a rousing game of where in the world is Carmen San Diego and get an answer to a question by it was on Saturday Live in
2: nineteen seventy-five? No, I'm gonna go turn on my Commodore sixty-four and load comma eight comma one.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it. I may, maybe maybe I'm getting soft in in my advancing age, but I mean, of course, the threat should be investigated. But if it turns out it was just fucking shit talk, then they need to treat it like such. I, I mean, too late for that. He's already gone. <sighs> I, I know, dude, but I just I have such a hard time. With this mentality that we have to ruin a person's career over something that's done when they're a fucking, you know, teenager, 18, 19, 20. I mean, it's not like he, this isn't murder, this isn't rape, this isn't anything crazy like that. This is a dude talking shit online. Something we used to do all the time, anonymously, and get away with, by the way. Now these dumbasses put their names on it. At least make a fake account and put the shit out there.
0: Okay, oh, that's the thing, because now we're getting into the area which we've talked about on Red- oh, talked about on this podcast, too. But hey, man, freedom of speech does not absolve you from responsibility, especially th- like what you just talked about. If you're putting your name is on this shit, how can you not expect blowback? I remember. You know, if, you're- if, your screen, if your Twitter handle is fuck Jim Harbaugh and you have a fake name, great. You're anonymous, but you're in the public eye. Your Twitter account has your real name on it. Like, your motherfucking profile yeah.
1: picture is of you playing <laughs> yeah. in a U of M uniform. It's like, in case you didn't know, by the way, I'm kind of a big deal. People right? know. Me. So, <clears throat> yeah. It, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it, it's yeah. I guess it's just an interesting aside on the commentary of what what goes on with social media these days. But like I said, I guess I'm getting soft. I. If the kid, if they, if they investigate, the kid doesn't even have a handgun on him. You know, he literally was like, I just said this shit because be funny or whatever. I didn't think about it. Dumb, stupid kid shit. Okay. He doesn't play for Michigan again, but I don't think he should be fucking blacklisted from ever playing college football again. If he's good enough, I mean, right. I, maybe I'm on my own here. So I don't know. Now, no, no, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, it's like a
2: uh, Richie Incognito. Remember that in the Dolphins? Uh, Oh, and yeah, but did you ever hear
1: the actual text or read the actual text? I did once, but it was a while ago. Dude, it wasn't even shit talking on a level that we do on this show. And he he thought he was talking to, to homeboy who went and tattled on him. He thought he was talking to his buddy. I mean, it was full of stuff like... Let's go do this. No, I don't feel like it. Don't be a bitch. That's bullying. Well, That's bullying. he did use the N word at some
2: point. Okay, what the fuck's I got to do with bullying? That's what I'm <laughs> Like that was the whole thing. It was oh, this is bullying. Well, he was bullying them, and it was of a racial tone, is what it started boiling out to. But he he actually survived that and went and played on in the, with the Bills, and just retired recently. So I I agree with you. You know it if it is just shit talking. You shouldn't end somebody's career. Richie, you know, got lucky and well, didn't have his career ended. it. He just didn't play. Let's it, not
0: it. lose sight of the law. If you say some shit to somebody and they feel threatened, that's assault.
1: You don't have to hit someone to be charged with assault. Yeah, but let's also you know, take into consideration that's, that's
0: that... That's Battery
1: comes in. This, let's take into consideration here that what someone like Richie Incognito did was sending private messages via text to someone he thought was a friend. He didn't go on social media and post this on his fucking Twitter page, or his Facebook wall, or anything like that. This kid posted this shit on his Twitter account. That's the, that's the major difference. If if What's-His-Face hadn't, hadn't felt bullied and came out and felt the need to hand his phone over to the first person that offered him a decent amount of money for the story, we would never known what was in those texts. This wasn't a criminal case. It wasn't like it was the, the Kwame Kilpatrick case. And they were combing his text, looking for evidence, and it became part of the fucking public record. Do you see the difference I'm getting at here, Earl? I yeah. understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So, one is, even if you don't like Richie Incognito, he went out there saying, I'm going to butt fuck my, my teammate because he's a pussy who won't come to the strip club with me tonight. That wasn't his fucking, that wasn't his, his, his latest tweet. Then I don't know if he'd have came back from it. That's, and to me, it's like, really is, it, is it, <laughs> it's a private communication none of our business is it really any that big of a deal if the kid made a bad joke Now if no. they walk in they walk in his apartment in his, in his wherever and the motherfucker's loaded for bear then you know what homeboy you just fucked yourself <laughs> hope you like prison food and penis <clears throat> I mean that's, that's about how that goes well he is a three star recruit so he ain't going out like no bitch oh <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, here, here, we're at the point, guys. NBA playoffs. Take it away. LeBron James sucks. He's through. He's done. Really? I don't have energy for
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted
2: to get it out there. You can go ahead and talk about it. I don't care. Well, that's what's the that's biggest all surprise you say about guys. the NBA
0: playoffs? If you can't talk so you don't want to talk is, about it?
2: The, the biggest surprise so far is that the Cavs are 0-1. It's the first time in LeBron James' career that he's 0-1 in a start of a playoff.
0: You are on crack. That is the biggest surprise to you. The biggest surprise is the Celtics are up 2-0, and they are a fucking mash unit. How is that the biggest surprise? They're playing the fucking Bucks. Yeah, but they're still putting up. They're still putting up. They're still averaging the same amount of offense. They're, they're supposed to be
2: done. The, the Boston Celtics are missing two of their key players. Yeah, the biggest two key players. they got. Offense. I'll give they're it to you, beat. but they're still, they're still deep, beat. dude. They're still what? They're still deep. You, you can't name two players back? on the Bucks. What's that? You can't name two Buck players. Okay. And. Okay, I can name two players that play on the Celtics. Yeah, they're, they're both probably hurt right now. They are both probably
0: hurt right now. That, that's my point.
2: But my point is is that Celtics are still deep, dude. Seriously, they got many people that can play. They got Brown, Rozier, Tatum.
0: Uh, the, I just off the top of my head. Yeah. Guys who aren't marquee players. Tatum's a fucking rookie. Tatum was in the draft last year.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Right.
2: But they can play. That's how they're up. That is not a surprise to me, not even a little bit. The Bucks have, uh, G- G- uh whatever the fuck, Giannis, and we tried it once, and I ain't trying to get, the Greek freak. And then. <laughs> well, you just shot on your own point, by the way. You said you couldn't name two Bucks players. Oh, I Chris said, coming through loud and clear. Right. You can't. I said Giannis, the Greek freak. And then.
0: Okay. What's your point? My point is Boston's marquee players are hurt. They're up 2 nothing. They're still spanking teams. That's no. a promise, man. They're
2: spanking one team. They're spanking the fucking Bucks, bro. And like I just said, they have one player. Ah. And wait till they get out of the first round. This is no surprise to anybody. It's the Bucks. They're not making it past the second round. Celtics, no. But yes, they're going to get out of this first round.
0: I'm picking them to go to the finals to lose to Golden State, personally. The Celtics?
2: Yep. Put the bong down. Why? Well, they okay, were the better team
0: know? all year. Toronto, ter- but Toronto you just, showed life after the All-Star break. Boston you was just the best said team it. in the they're, league they're, all year.
2: Their biggest stars, Are team the East. they're
1: not going far. Well, okay, hold on. What team in the East is stopping them then? Yeah, because Cleveland sucks, according to you. Yeah, Cleveland's so fucking horrible. Cleveland
2: can't. can't stop them. I cannot tell you how happy it's made me <laughs> that they're 0-1. I can't. I don't care if they win the series, just
1: the 0-1 start. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, great, wonderful. Answer the question. Who's stopping <laughs> the ball, Who's stopping the Celtics coming out of the East? Uh, the Sixers. The Sixers, who who yeah, are 1-1 Six- with Miami right now. That's them. The process got handled by Miami. The process got handled. The process isn't even playing. <sighs> there's the player of the process. There's the overall process that they talked about where he got his nickname. Right. That's what I'm referring to. Yes,
2: the process got handled by a rejuvenated, where the fuck has he been, D-Wade Wade. D-Wade had came out and just
1: shot outside his mind. Okay. Until he, he gets past Miami, you really think they're beating the Celtics?
2: Absolutely. Based on I, what? I, I have them picked in our chat. Based on what the fact that Celtics are injured, like you have said, they are a mass unit. Yeah, they're turning up two and zero, right against the Bucks. Calm down, son. It's the Bucks. Wait till they play the 76 Sixers. They ain't going up two to nothing. They ain't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. If you say so, they're, man. Whatever. They they are absolutely getting out of this first round. They will, not su- they will not survive the second round. The 76ers have them. Based on what? You
0: keep saying se- that, and I keep asking you based on what, and you just keep saying they're 70- going to
2: win. The 76 76- I No, dude, I've answered your question three times. The 76ers are loaded. The Celtics are injured. Ooh. Do what? With who? Well, Embiid's coming back the second round. Okay, he's not playing this round. No, but they got Simmons from LSU. Okay. Uh, oh, one guy. What's that fucking white guy? The th- the three point, Saric,
1: Sarek. whatever the fuck. So they got Spock dad. Great. Okay, so <laughs> since since Philly's yeah. so fucking pimp, and you have JJ Redick. So since Philly's so pimp, they're going to take out the best team in the East. So, so they're, they're going to go all the way, right? Or uh-huh. What? Since the since Philly is so beast. <laughs> and they're going to take out Boston, then I guess they're going all the way to the championship game,
2: aren't they? No, I have the Sixers being stopped by the Raptors, who, if they can make it back, are going to beat the Cavs. Well, I
1: mean, okay, Toronto's up. (laughs) 2-0 on Washington. Apparently Cleveland sucks so bad. Apparently Cleveland sucks so bad. The ghost of fucking Reggie Miller is kicking his ass. In this series, so, I mean, did they even get out of the first round then? Cleveland?
2: I have Cleveland over Indiana. I, I'm. I. That's why this is the biggest shock. Everybody has Cleveland over Indiana. There was no, and it's not just that they got beat. They got blown the fuck out. It was almost 20-point loss. All right, the Jazz and the Pelicans was a barely beat. It was like, what the fuck that? That was a two-point loss at, like, the last second so that would go a long way to support your theory
1: that Cleveland's a bunch of fucking bums
2: I, I just it's not even if they're bums or not they just they changed their entire fucking team I don't think they had enough time to get this the camaraderie the gel that they are going to need in the NBA playoffs oh so you're yeah, telling they me
0: they only finished first in the central yeah guess they need more time to gel they finished fourth in the
2: conference Holmes come on man if it is first in their division, that's all that fucking matters. Oh my god! How is that all that matters, dude?
1: Well, I'm just interested. So, <laughs> you don't think Tristan's Thompson, Tristan Thompson's love child with a Kardashian is enough to propel Cleveland past or into the into the championships and past Golden State? <laughs> really?
2: Absolutely.
0: And again. You are talking about a team that's been to the NBA finals. Uh, they were there last year. They won it two years ago. I, they finished with a 610 winning percentage. How are they fucking done?
2: They don't have anybody, Holmes. Who do they got? LeBron James, the greatest okay. player ever, right? Mm hmm. Uh huh. That's why he's fourth in the conference and down 0 1 against fucking Indy.
1: Okay, we've established that LeBron James is on the team and you don't like him. There's no need to fucking keep going over his stats. Jesus. They're not good enough, Chris.
2: Other teams have made other moves that are going to – it's not going to happen, my friend. He's going to get out. I I firmly believe he's going to right the ship and get past the Pacers because I will almost have a coronary from laughing too hard if he goes
0: out in this first round. They only averaged 110 points in regular season, fifth overall in the league. Yeah, they suck. All right, so
1: we've established that. Hey, Stashman, he's 0-1. This, he pretty much this sucks. Is a, this is a hiccup. This is a hiccup in the series. Yes, Cleveland sucks. LeBron sucks. But ultimately, they're going to beat Indiana, even though they suck because they lost to Indiana. We got gotcha. you. We're following your logic. You're making it hard because you're, you're, you're coloring outside of the lines here. But we're following it. Okay. So you got Toronto coming out of the east. you got coming out the west. Give it to us, Iceman. Send us to the sports book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like football way better than I like basketball. Just saying. Okay, all, all right. right, Warriors.
0: right but I'll give an answer. Everybody, everybody has
2: the Warriors. There ain't nobody that can stop that team. What's that? There's nobody that could stop the Warriors. What about your boy Harden? What about? Uh, he ain't my boy. Did you see what happened to him last year? He was one for 11 in the, in the elimination game. One for 11. Yeah, he's great in the regular season and he could do a whole lot. But when he gets in the postseason, I don't know what the fuck happens to him. I don't know so where he, was he goes. Literally
0: basing his whole perf- playoff performance last year on one game. His whole performance last year on one game. He oh, was cold in one him. game and he sucks. <laughs> You ever notice nobody ever shoots a hundred percent from the field?
1: I do, but I wake up jacked. Anyways, <laughs> with a train going up your ass and a fucking pocket a f- rat barking. Yeah, yeah, that's how you wake up every day. Uh, all right. Well, I I don't know. I I'm just interested in hearing you two argue about this because I I just. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it easy. Uh, Boston, Golden State, Golden State over Boston. That's my pick. <laughs> Pretty much. So you know, and I, I have about as emotion behind that pick as about what I flushed down the toilet. So yeah, I just I'm like, oh, yay! It's basketball playoff time. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> What's I mean, I'm, I, Well, I was gonna say, is there any stories coming out of the play? Because I mean, I. I you know, I, any stories that have come up? I mean, I know, Greg, didn't Greg Popovich blow his top at his team? Because I thought I heard something about that, and I'm like, okay. Isn't that what a head coach is supposed to do when you're down 0-2 in the series? That's you what know? you're supposed to do. Yes. Motivate him somehow. Good luck with that. Well, I mean, the fact that the Spurs are even in it still, Jesus God. Their heydays. Uh, Who's stuck around from their heyday? I uh, think Ginobili is
2: still Parker playing. Parker and Ginobili. Yeah, Parker and Ginobili. Yeah, they got to be
1: 50, but yeah, they're playing. <laughs> they are playing. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. i starting to wonder if Tony Parker doesn't want to go home to Eva Longoria, man. <laughs> no, I can play coach, but Tony, you have a bag on your hip. Well, as long as you don't you like check me hard, I'm fine. <laughs> If they if they do burst that bag, they'll only do it one time. I'll tell you that. So, all right, so there there we go.
0: They gotta be at least they gotta be at least pushing forty, if not in there. If they're both, if they're twenty five in two thousand and five, that's what that's thirteen years. They're
1: pushing forty.
0: They gotta be. Tony yeah. Parker is
1: thirty five years old. Oops. that's it. Tony Parker's thirty five.
2: <laughs> True. <laughs> Mano Ginobili is forty years old. And still playing. Not
0: very well. Oh shit. Tony Parker's thirty what is he fucking eighteen? Jesus Christ. What's the, no, he no, he was twenty two, I guess, if you do if you subtract.
1: In two thousand five. Seems, seems like he's been here a lot longer than that, I don't know. I know. But I know. then again, that Spurs team just always hung around. Like what the fuck Spurs <laughs> is just, Spurs is still relevant? <laughs>
2: Spurs. Like, here's the thing: Spurs are going to be relevant as long as Greg Popovich is there. He's like Belichick. He, he's he's the wizard.
0: As I was gonna say, they they are quietly they they the last decade plus they have quietly become patriot esque as far as the NBA goes. No matter who they fucking got, they're they're a contender. Shit, Tim yeah. Duncan's old ass was playing until a couple of years ago. Like when he That's retired, right. he was one of those people. Where I was like, you were still fucking playing. <laughs> yeah, they were coaching by now. Yeah,
2: they're the Spurs Michael Jordan was Kawhi Leonard. And when he went down last year in the finals or in the finals, in the playoffs, it, it affected Popovich not at all. They ultimately lost to the Warriors, but uh he just he sees things differently. And then this whole year they've been bouncing back and forth, he's coming back, he's not coming back, he's Gonna get traded. He isn't gonna get traded. Are we gonna play with him or not? And then they were just like, "Fuck it, let's just go." And Greg Popovich took his team back to the to the playoffs without their number one. He he's a guru. So as long as he's coaching that team, they're always going to be relevant. He would, once again, we talk about Hall of Fame, first
1: ballot, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with all that. I mean, I. Even if I wanted to argue, I'd I'd have to I'd have to like dumb myself down even past your levels of fucking conspiracy theory shit to find one to somehow throw out there. Like I, you're absolutely right. He's they are kind of yeah. This stretch of the NBA at least, they're the one team who with a with a, with a you know a changing cast has stayed relevant.
2: Right uh, there, and again in, in NBA, there's few coaches you could just look at and go, uh huh. Yep, that guy. You know, Pat Riley is one of those guys, Phil Jackson, and Greg Popovich, you know, just to name a few. That's that's the company he's
1: keeping with how he coaches. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean I i if you wanted eh, well, no, I don't wanna I don't wanna open that door. But all right, so anything else on the NBA? Uh, well we'll know more next week. Because all these series basically just started. Yeah, I know. Whereas in the NHL, you have one series. that's over now. Uh, bye, bye, Kings. Thanks for playing. Vegas Knights, okay. sweep them out the fucking out the playoffs. Yeah, won their first series ever. <laughs> are
0: they going to do the impossible,
1: Vegas? That is. Are they? Are they going to run the fucking table? Oh, let's put it this way: they're my pick to get to the finals. But my pick out of the East to get to the finals, we'll get to in a minute. So, I mean, I but I. I didn't think it was going to be sweep L.A. I thought L.A. was going to give them a lot more problems than they did. They seem to match up well out of the best out of all the playoff teams. And if that's the truth, the rest of these teams better be fucking saying their prayers and eating their Wheaties and shit. Because <laughs> if that's the team that matched up best with them and they just brushed their shoulder off, like, please. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's going to be a a, a, a Short fucking couple series to the Cup Finals because I, to me that's the I expect them to win not in the sweeping not not to sweep the series to me that's the biggest surprise out of this first round so far. I don't know what about Winnipeg, man. See, so, Winnipeg's a good team. They're young. They're fast. I mean, that's that, that's what wins. Speed kills in the NHL these days, and they're a fucking fast team. And the Minnesota Wild, I think, was only relevant one year. They really haven't been good since they haven't been called the North Stars. No, they signed Suter and they signed Parisi in the same offseason. And that, that, that put them on a lot of people's radar in the hockey world. No, they haven't done shit with them. But, you know, no championships. But still, that, that that was them trying to make the announcement that we're here to play with the big boys. So, I mean, that's like, what, going on four or five years ago now? Shit, I don't know. But, yeah, I expect Winnipeg to win. Um, Nashville over the Avalanche, and I actually had the Sharks over the Ducks. Whoops! Or yeah, excuse me, no, I had the Ducks over the Sharks.
2: I believe I did. And the no, Sharks. I think you, no, I think you picked the Sharks because I picked the Sharks
1: because of Belfour. All right, I do remember I'm that sure. conversation. Wow. Yeah. See, so this what happens when we take the week off. So,
0: am I the one that gets to say whoops?
1: Yeah. This what happens when we take a week off my short term memory can only hold so much information so (laughs) i forget who i picked two weeks ago jesus god um i mean moving over to the east pittsburgh leads flyers not shocked by that no but you know what i'm shocked about
2: with that series it's like a big ass shoving match like two big gigantic men just sitting there going fuck you no i fuck you you know what fuck you because have you seen the games? I've seen I've seen the highlights of some of some of the games. Yeah, okay, I've so seen the scores of the games. Mm-hmm. It's like five one five one six two. <laughs> penguins well. came out to make a statement in the first game, and then the Flyers were like, "Oh yeah, well, fuck you." And the Penguins came back and was like, "No, nah, fuck you."
1: So game four should be interesting. I don't I, I don't think the, I don't think the Flyers have enough of anything to get past the fucking Penguins, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, I don't expect the defending champs to go down like a bitch. I don't either, but you know, game two
1: is kinda like, what the fuck? Yeah, but you gotta remember these guys are in state rivals. The teams don't like each other. And you also have the either it depends on how they, they're looking at it. The Flyers either have the good fortune to draw the NHL's best player. "Quote unquote," in the first in his team in the first round, or the unfortunate luck of drawing him the fir- in his team the first round. I mean, because honestly, if I'm on a team and I and I and I take the two-time defending champs out in the first round, we better fucking make it to the finals. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry. I mean, that's you know, this this isn't a Penguins team who just fucking you know, did a half-ass, you know, rebuild in the offseason, let a bunch of people go and were like making the playoffs is good enough. No, they want that three-peat.
2: Yeah, but you know, it's
1: funny that you said that because their
2: cup-winning goalie just swept the team he's facing. Just
1: saying. But once again, that was someone up in the top of of that organization, the GM or the president of hockey operations, or or a bunch of people all together got together and said, nope, he's not the goalie of the future for us. And, and a, co- a collective whoops. <laughs> I mean, well. I, I, uh, they're <laughs> still in the playoffs. I mean, whoops. They're still the one seed. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. He's talking about whoops about letting Flurry go. I mean, because honestly, I said this in offseason last year. If, there, if, if, if Fleury and Morazic were both unprotected, I'd have taken Morazic. And time has taught me that that would have been a very dumb fucking move if I was the, the GM of the Golden Knights. Because he's in Philly and he's 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 on a team looking up at the Penguins. The Knights went in and, did, and handled what they needed to handle and did it with extreme prejudice. Right,
2: uh, they just they they made a statement. If anything, if any team made a statement so far in the NHL playoffs, it was the Knights. Our, our run during the regular season wasn't a fluke. Getting to the playoffs, not a fluke. Coming to to actually win this thing is an actual possibility. You you could sit here and bicker about us being the franchise or expansion or whatever. We're here and we're for real.
1: No, and on top of it. They have one thing going for them that I could never remember in any Stanley Cup playoffs. They're a team that, for the most part, the rest of the league doesn't hate. They don't have a history of beating anybody else's ass. I'm talking like, you know, rivalry-type history. Obviously, they're an expansion team. You know, if your team's not in it, and the Knights aren't in your conference. Well, Cheer for the Knights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know a whole lot of Red Wings fans are like, yeah, we're pulling for the Knights. Because fuck the Avalanche. Fuck Nashville. Fuck the Ducks. Fuck San Jose. You know, Minnesota. Please. You know, that type and of shit.
2: The, the irony of this whole thing is this is a team made up of everybody that nobody wanted. They all came from a different team because the, uh, their their GMs
1: were like, "Yeah, go! I don't care about you." Absolutely, and it, this is that's why one of the reasons I like the team because there's this mentality that these type of third, fourth line players you can't do anything with. Well, you have a team full of them who just won the first series they ever played in a, in playoffs. So well, Oops. you know, kind, <laughs> kind of like. Talk shit now. That's my attitude.
0: Well, yeah, if, you, if you think about it, you have a you have
1: a whole team with something to prove, including Gallant, their coach. Yep, who was unceremoniously unceremoniously let go by Florida last year, basically left on the curb with his shit and said, "We called you a cab. <laughs> Your money's on the dresser, honey. I'm done with you." Oops. So I mean, and I to be honest with you, I don't know their GM. Who he? I can't even tell you who their GM is. I don't know if he. Was a GM who had an axe to grind. I don't know what the fuck, he, where he come from, what, but from the head coach down, there's a. Lot, it seems like a lot of people who got a lot of shit to prove on that team, and they're willing to back it up. Oh,
0: they proved it all season, it, it, you could call that first round a fucking statement.
1: Definitely. But and you I mean, mean you know,
0: we're gonna finish up and wait for the rest of you guys to finish your series. See who we play next.
1: <laughs> they're running backwards across the finish line. Like, hey guys. We'll be enjoying a cool cup of water as soon as you catch up, you know? Yeah. Uh, now, as far the, as making a statement...
2: The Golden Knights general manager is George McPhee. Man, I don't know. That's who it is.
1: Well, from a team that made a statement, in their series in the right way to a team who's doing what they always do, but, you know, I always fall for it. A lot of the Capitals just love to shoot themselves in the foot, don't they? Oh, God, God. damn it! That, that, that's why I picked to win it. I picked Capitals over the Knights.
0: I uh, uh,
2: games went to overtime, all three of them.
1: But that's how the Capitals lose, man. Apparently. They are like they are the heartbreakers. Like, oh my God, it's not like it's a one man team. Ovechkin has had people around him, had players around him. I mean, they even switched goalies for fuck's sake, and are still making runs. First overall seed in their fucking conference. I mean, it. I don't know. I mean, it, it, if they lose this series and I'm Ovechkin, I gotta be wondering what kind of opportunities I have in the KHL. Now, put, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. So Today, you could complain Detroit. Well, <laughs> it, Capitals, no, that ain't happening. He's gonna have to leave the NHL. Capitals, I. Let me double check, but I'm damn sure his fucking. His, his uh. Contract is pretty hefty, and they control him for quite a while. Let's see here. Like, if he, you can't play hockey yeah. anymore, he's got to sell concessions. Well, that's what I'm saying. To go to the KHL, he's going to have to probably pull it. I mean, dude, look. First of all, Whatever about his contract, I'll continue to look that up. Let me just make the case for why I said, if I'm him, I'm going to have to start looking at the KHL. One is, he's not getting any younger, period. Two, he wanted to play in the Olympics. The NHL said he couldn't. If he would have played in the KHL, he could have. Three, that's where he's from. And, I mean, four, what more does he have to prove in the NHL besides winning a championship? Whereas he could go over there. I don't know comparable the money he could make. But that would have to be like, he would have to be, a, he's got to be a national hero over there. I mean, I just can't imagine it any other way. I mean, Russia takes their hockey very seriously, so that's why I'm saying that. You get swept, not swept, but you get, you get booted out of the first round. How many years are you supposed to keep doing this shit, beating your head against the wall?
2: Yeah, it's it's it gets to be, I don't know, let's, let's ask Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm going to stay with the team, stay with the team, stay with the team, stay with the team, stay
1: with the team. Stay with the team. Fuck it, I want to read. I mean, if you look at his stats, if you just look at his stats, seven-time first-team All-Star, four-time second-team All-Star, all-rookie team, nine-times All-Star. He's won the Hart Memorial three times. He's won the Ted Lindsay Award three times. The Art Ross as a scoring leader once. The Rocket Richard for the most goals one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. I mean, was Rookie of the Year. I'm just thinking if I'm him, why not go back to my home, go play for, for for you know a team near my home and be basically paid well and the best player probably over there right now versus staying here and always playing second fiddle to Sidney Crosby. Need a new fucking agent, man. You, you've got
0: those kind of stats. You've had that kind of career and you ain't want to cut. Let me tell my agent, get me the fuck out of here.
1: I mean, dude, we're talking, like, okay, the years he won for the most goals scored, 65 goals, 56, 32 in a lockout-shortened season, 51, 53, 50, and a measly 49 this last season. I mean, dude, it he sucks, Courtney Iceman. Tell me to get rid of him.
2: <laughs> You're fucking done, son.
1: <laughs> uh, he sucks, Quite nice Man. Oh, God. Well, I, you know, that's... I don't know what else to say about Washington, man. That is... How? How? How every fucking year around this time? Is it the same story? Has he had the same coach the whole time? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look here. Hold on a sec.
0: Because at some point, with his level of talent, I I mean, you got to start looking at, can the coach not close it out? Maybe the GM sucks. Like...
1: I mean, that's what they said. I, what, they've changed, There's, you know, they, they've built a supporting gas around them. They've changed goalies in this run they're making. I mean, they haven't missed a playoff since what? Since they've had them? No. No, they they missed one year. But, yeah, I mean, it's it looks, yeah, they haven't, they've missed one playoff in 10 years. Wow. So, I mean, I I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm wasting my fucking time. And I don't think... It, 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 I can't find the specifics on his contract, and I don't know why. Because I, I can tell you everybody else's contract, and I don't give a fuck to know. But hold on. I, my, this is...
0: Okay, here we go. $124 million. Oh, Yeah, that's 124.
1: a lot of money. It's for a hockey yeah. player? He's... He's signed That's right. 13-year contract. That's right. Yep. Through 2001, he'll be 34, and he has got he's had for the last two seasons, and he has this last season, and the next three coming up, he's under contract. He has a modified no-trade clause. But my, <laughs> anybody else hearing that, or is it just me? Uh, no, yeah. that was a window started. Okay. It's my bet. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, 13-year, $124 million unrestricted free agent 2021. I mean, that's he's looking at, at three more shots at it, and he'll only be 34. You know what? I take that back. If I, I, you know, I'd go back at 35 and play in my home country and give it three more shots. But unless a, a serious contender is knocking on my doors an unrestricted free agent, I'm no longer in the NHL when my contract's up.
2: No, I think I'd have to stay, but I'd have to go to a contender, a, a serious, serious contender. Yeah, you, spend that, I mean, you spend that long chasing the cup, you, you got to get it, at least once.
0: Yeah, if I'm him, I'm telling my agent to send me to Pittsburgh, Vegas, send me somewhere with a chance of winning.
1: And um, Toronto. Maybe maybe that's what Toronto needs. Good Lord. If he went to Pittsburgh, first of all, they, they couldn't work it with the salary cap. But, I mean, that's that you, that's the other thing you guys got to remember. It's a salary cap league now. That's $10 million a year.
2: Okay, but just like Kevin Durant, you already made your money. Go get your ring. Go get your cup. $124 million? That's a lot of money.
0: It's true. Yeah, wasn't he hockey's first $100 million man?
2: If I remember yeah, they correctly. Didn't... Yeah, they never seen a contract like that. So he's made his money.
0: Well, it's Iceman again. It's you know we disagree a lot. It's kind of one thing where I agree with you. Yeah, man. Dude, anyone with your last name will be set, you know, uh-huh. for a while, probably decades. You know, take the pay cut, go get the glory, man. No one's gonna remember your fucking, you know, maybe. But no one, no one's really, no one's gonna remember your fucking contract. No one's gonna, you know. Do you want to be the damn Marino of hockey? Pretty much.
1: <laughs> because I, mean, I guess it's, it's I guess I just I, even though I, I don't fault players for doing it, and I'm not I'm not against it. Uh, I, it just it sucks when a player has to leave the team he spent his entire career with, thought gave up you know, sacrificed his body his health etc. Playing for. And he, he has to go leave them to try to find a championship with another team. To me, that always, it, it just sucks. And I mean, I, I don't know how much the, the Stanley Cup means to him. You yeah. know, there's been, you, you know, you have to remember one of the knocks against European born players when they started coming into the league in mass was they don't understand the tradition and blah, blah, blah behind the cup. It doesn't mean as much to them. And if you really look at it, if you really look at it, the first team to blow that idea up was the Red Wings' first Cup win in the 90s because they had the Russian Five. <laughs> and I cl- clearly remember Sergei Fedorov saying, now tell me that I don't care about winning this Cup. Tell, tell, me, tell me or anyone on my team we don't care about winning this Cup. You know, But I mean, you look at someone like Datsuk. Datsuk realized Detroit's window was, was closing. He wasn't going to go anywhere. It was going to be a contender. And he wanted to go back home. And he's
3: tearing it up back in the thing? NHL.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does have hardware. That is the main that is the main difference. It all depends on how much the cup means to him. I don't know. Actually, it's, it just bums me out because I always pick him to go deep in the playoffs. And it doesn't happen. We and it just bit, sucks.
0: We both got snake bit by him the last two years.
1: Yeah, I know. I know.
2: I, I uh, fortunate, unfortunate pick your vernacular. But... I uh, got a chance to watch the New uh, New Jersey game yesterday versus Tampa Bay. They killed Tampa Bay. Go Devils. Anyways, um, I, it, it brought me back, Rich. It really did. It brought me back to being in my living room with you and sitting there and cheering and laughing and joking and watching. But it brought me to a question. We have four major sports that we can all agree are four major sports that we talk about. What do you guys, how would you guys rank them with action? You mean as far as, like, entertainment value? Kind of entertainment value, but nonstop action. Just, you, you don't want to go take a piss, because you might miss it. Uh, uh, in
0: 2000, awesome. 2018, ugh.
2: No, but put those four sports in the order of action, where it's just... You're glued to the TV because something's going to happen.
0: Football. We're talking 2018? Yeah, this year. Football,
1: basketball, hockey, baseball. Okay. I mean, if I'm ranking them, I'm going by that their most exciting moments. So, if a team's down, they need a touchdown, two-minute drive type situation, overtime, playoff hockey, extra innings, baseball, overtime, basketball, I would probably say... Ain't nothing... uh, If your team's in it, and it's an elimination game, and it's in overtime, there ain't nothing more stressful than watching overtime hockey. They don't take commercial breaks. There's 15 minutes between periods. That's when they go to commercial. They keep that shit moving. And those players are gassed. And, I mean, to me, if, if we're all things equal, that's their most exciting moment. Hockey, personally for me, football. But I could see where someone could say basketball. My problem with basketball is this, you know, Foul, send them to the line. Foul, send them to the line. The last right. two minutes of the game. Um, I'm not really a big... I, I'm not a fan of that, period. And in baseball, because, I mean, as much as I like extra innings, tension in the playoffs, I can still get up and take a quick piss. <laughs> Sometimes between pitches. you <laughs> right. not missing things, so. And see,
2: for me, watching that game last night, hockey, for me, is ranked number one. It is non-stop action. You know, it... it it's it's hitting on the boards. It's it's past, you know, across the ice. It's it's it, it, something's going to happen every second that you're watching that TV. So and so got checked. So and so got put in the boards. A puck went up and hit somebody in the nuts, you know, whatever. There's always something to watch on hockey. So for me, it's hockey, football, basketball, baseball. That's how I would rank them with action. And I miss it, because here in Kansas, we don't get to watch it. Wait, you got cable? No, we we get to watch the playoffs,
1: but we don't get to watch regular season hockey. Yeah, but even then, you better have the correct five fucking cable channels that are airing the playoffs. But no, that's how it's, ridiculous NBC. It. it's NBC, NBC Sports Network, CNBC, the USA channel, and NHL. That's ridiculous. There's no reason for it to be all over the place like that. I, well, that's not make MVP contract. So, <laughs> well, we've already went over that. But anyway,s yeah. well, also, playoff hockey is a different style than regular season. 100%. One of my beefs. One of my beefs watching this regular season hockey is anytime someone got a big hit laid on them, that both teams all of a sudden wanted to act like it was nineteen eighty seven and Probert Kosher <laughs> on the ice, and that's just not the case. You know, a lot of times, this was guys that were skating with their heads down, not paying attention, not keeping their head on a swivel, and they got rocked. That's their problem. That's not a reason to to get into a line brawl over, but that's the the way the game is these days. Playoff, stakes are so much higher. Those guys aren't fucking willing to throw down unless it's going to mean something.
2: Well, last night with the uh, Devils and, and Lightning, a Lightning player went up to a Devils player and gave him a quick, how you doing, and put his, stake bet- uh, his stick between
1: his legs. That seems to be like a move that either I just don't remember happening as much or they just glossed over back in the day because I'm hearing about that more and more, even in the playoffs.
2: Well, the only one that comes to mind is very, very brilliant in my mind is when
1: uh, Balfour did it to the point. Well, I mean, if... <laughs> If you're parked in front of the, the net, you're that type of player. You take any punishment from anybody. Right. There's a lot of shit, there's a lot of little shit that we don't see, you know, slashing them behind the knees and shit where there's no padding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, guys, like, that's why guys like Cicerelli and, and 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 Holmstrom were considered warriors, you know, because they parked their ass in front of the net and took those beads. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, before you kind of you kind of jumped the gun there. But I, the the one other thing I want to talk about is. Did you guys see what Brad Marchand did to, to, uh, oh, shit, hold on, drawing a blank here. Anyways, he did it to uh, one of the guys on the Leafs in their series. He appeared to lick him. No, I I heard about that last night. What is that all
0: about? (laughs) Psyops? You Got my honest answer? Yeah, Brad. Somebody's head.
1: Brad Marchand is known, first of all, he does kind of have a ratty appearance to him. And people who aren't very kind to him like to compare him, his looks to a rat. But in this case, it's like, yeah, he kind of is. He's kind of one of those guys that (sighs) he's not that far off from entering into Sean Avery territory as far as being a pest on the ice. So that should explain to you, you know, the type player he is and why he's disliked as much as he is. Um... But yeah, I, uh, the, the, licking the guy, if that's what he did, uh, I don't know why, hold on, let me see if I can find the fucking video of it, I should have sent this to you guys, this is wonderful prep that will never get edited out, so it doesn't matter, what? Hello?
0: I'm here, oh, I think Iceman's internet took shit.
1: Of course it did. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. It's calmer off from the from the 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 wing or the leash, and Marshawn, and he does appear to lick him. So,
0: <laughs> like I said, that, I don't, <laughs> dude. That to me, that is purely it. That is fucking with somebody.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's 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 what I'm saying. He's doing the Sean Avery type shit. You know, remember when Sean Avery parked his ass in front of, Martin, you know, Rodeur and started waving his stick around and shit? Mm-hmm. Act of the fool? There you go. I mean, this this is that type of shit. But, I mean, is that shit Bush League? Is that shit fucking... I, I, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it here? Uh, I mean, You do what you
0: got to do to get in your opponent's head, man. As long as you aren't breaking any rules, fuck it. I mean, aren't, don't we sit here and, and lament, you know, where hockey has gone? To me that to me that's that's kinda old school. I,
1: it's some school. <laughs> <laughs> Middle elementary? I don't I don't remember even in slap shot where they did a strip tease on the ice during the game, I don't remember any licking involved, so Dude, if it got <laughs> under his opponent's skin,
0: it's what he wanted, man. Yeah,
1: but it, Interestingly, it said. Uh, asked about it as- afterwards, Kamarov said, "I kind of liked it." <laughs> 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 to which Marchand responded, "He's cute." <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Well, see now here this 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 might be. Do we do we know if these two gentlemen have any history?
1: Oh, oh, they do, they do.
0: Because now this sounds like you, like you and Earl fucking with each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. They got a little bit of a history.
0: Yeah, that sounds like that. That sounds like two dudes who have history fucking with each other. Especially now We're, that you told me all that the the post game clapping.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're both antagonists. They, know, they both know their role. They both know that that uh, what's expected of them. It just seems funny that instead of fighting, this is how
0: it was decided. Maybe that was kind of a little subtle. Fuck you to Batman.
1: Everything (laughs) of that one. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I can't punch it. How about I lick you? On Mondays, the sporting news. Mark Masters followed up with Kamara about Marshawn taking some liberties on his ice. His response was perfect. About the kiss. How is he? How is he sending us shit? How is he sending shit over the internet when his internet, if his internet's not working, and here he is.
0: Yeah, and he's back online.
1: <laughs> get him in here.
0: Uh, let's get his
1: window back.
0: We see uh, Ice. It says for you to call him. I just did.
1: Oh. Hello? Okay, hey. there he is. Howdy.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you don't like a man licking another man?
1: We were talking about the back and forth between Marshawn and Kamorov. Uh, Camar- Kamarov, I don't, it's pathetic, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Some Rusky. <laughs> some Rusky. Uh, in the Bruins leaf series, and about the shit talking they, had, they, they, they got going back and forth. And I was asking, okay, going up and either licking or attempting to kiss a player to antagonize him, is that Bush League? Is that funny? Is it funny and Bush League? What's your take on it? He's gone again. <laughs> Christ,
0: dude. All right. Cool. Well, it for the Iceman this week. He says bye.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently, technical difficulties have, have reached out to Middle America. So, well, anyways, yeah, so that, that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, uh, unless you got anything else, Chris. No,
0: we pretty much hit on... Is it, we're talking, this is a slow sports week, man. Not much. Although we, did, we didn't hit on the football. Was it, was it, Mark Sanchez was using PEDs?
1: For what? Keep that spot on the bench warm? That's exactly what I thought when I heard Fernando Vina use steroids. I'm like, to do what? Make his mustache thicker? The motherfucker didn't do anything worthy of being on steroids. But that's... It goes to tell you, man, these guys, any any perceived edge they can get, some some of these guys are willing to take it.
0: I guess so, man.
1: I, to me, it, if that was him playing on steroids and that elevated his game, then he probably shouldn't have been in the NFL in the first place. The question is,
0: was his butt roided up during the fumble? Is that why the Buffalo... His butt was just a rock.
1: Well, his hands weren't very soft. That's for damn sure. I know, right?
0: But, yeah, that's about it. Iceman says goodbye. He really has no problem with a man licking another man. He just had that difficulties. <laughs> so we'll just tell you to follow us on Twitter, SupportG podcasts. Email the show, Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. Like share us on Facebook. And we'll see you next week.
1: All right. Later, guys. All right. So
0: if you like this show, please tell a friend, please follow us on Twitter and like, and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher media. You can subscribe to all Christophermedia.net shows for free on Christopher Media.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.